today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, welcome and welcome back. Happy Wednesday to you. I hope your day, hump day. And your past weekdays were fun. And I hope the rest of your week is wonderful. Um, welcome to the new people, because I'm always getting new people. And welcome, welcome. And welcome back to the old reliables. Hi, old reliables. Okay. <clears throat> I have some things I want to say. Now, this might be a long one, might be two parts to this. I don't even know because I'm just going out bare. I haven't written anything up. I haven't done anything, but I want you to know this. There's a lot of stuff I want to say to you guys, and I'm just going to speak straight from the heart, shoot from the hip. That's what I'm going to do. But before I do that, I have some announcements. So um, it's not in any particular order. I'm just going to say this. Um, that last lesson that I did, um, there's some things that I want to correct, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and one of them is, um, when I call Ben Hyman, which, you know, the regular name is Benjamin, <clears throat> they call Benjamin with the J in it. You know, there wasn't no J's 500 plus years ago. So according to the children of Israel, it was Ben Yamin. Okay, I said Ben Haman, but it's Ben Yamin. I already told you the children of Israel has the name of the Most High. That's number one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, number two is many of the priests, and this is a correction, many of the priests were not Levites. And I said it the other way around. Many of the Levites were not priests. Many of the priests were not Levites. So that's what I want to correct because they have to have a pedigree. If the most high um, is saying these particular people are my lot, there's no way in the world another group of people could come in, weasel their way in, and the most high stand for that. Now I'm going to do a lesson specifically on that, but it ain't going to be today. Okay. And I need y'all to understand that the children of Israel have a pedigree in their DNA. They have a DNA pedigree. Understand that. Know it. Okay. I don't care who's presenting themselves as anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. The children of Israel got a pedigree. So. And I want to say this too. 
Um, human species, I already told you, when people say my race, my this, my that, these are all social constructs. <clears throat> the human species itself is one particular race, okay? Homo sapiens. Then they got other different types of species of humanoid being, okay? And on a cellular level, people are different. They may present themselves as a human looking person, but on the cellular level, they're not. Now, when I say I'm going to do a lesson on the pedigree of the children of Israel, that in regards to human species is included in that. So trust me, I, I'm going to put that together. I'm going to put that together. Okay. I got one more thing to say before I go into my thing, my spiel. I have to read a comment <clears throat> that somebody sent me. And the comment is, uh, they consider me a quote unquote hip hop minister. <laughs> I'm going to say this to the person who wrote the comment. I will be your hip hop minister. I will be your R&B minister. I will be anything you need me to be. If that's something that's going to motivate you to turn from your wicked ways and seek the most high. Now, I know my ways are unconventional. <clears throat> and I know they're not the same as everybody else's. And that's the way the most high um, wanted it to be. Because when we receive messages from the most high and he wakes us up, we all going to be doing different things, just like the apostles. Nobody was doing the same thing. The difference between the people waking up now and the apostles is the most high sent all the apostles to the children of Israel, who the, the lost sheep and only sent one apostle, one that wasn't the original 12 to everybody else. Okay. Understand that. So within all those apostles that um, Yeshua chose, they all speak different words to different groups of people, but they all the children of Israel. This is what I mean about um, articulation. Just because you a finger does not mean you're not a part of the arm, the wrist, the shoulder, um, the neck and the head. Okay. Just because something is communicated to you in one way does not mean you're not connected to the rest of the body. Does not mean you don't articulate. Understand that. There's a little bit of a metaphor like that that Yahshua actually uses. That's why I made that lesson. But I say that to say, Yahshua sent out, he chose 12. One of them was a devil and that was Judas. After that, Judas sold him out with a kiss. Uh-huh. Uh, they came back when Yeshua was um, sacrificed and then elevated and left, went where he needed to go, ascension. They got together and chose another apostle. Uh, Shaul was persecuting uh, Yeshua's brethren. So the Most High pulled him aside, who was Yeshua, and said, stop messing with my, my um, apostles. And I'm going to make you the apostle to the Gentiles. Okay. It says that twice in the book of Acts and another book too. I want to say Galatians. If it's not Galatians, it's Romans. Yeah, uh, Shaul says it himself in his own words. He says it. So there was actually 14 apostles. One of them was a the devil. Understand that. 7, 7, 14. Anyway. I say all that to say, I will be what I need you. I mean, I will be what you need me to be. 
okay? You're listening, you're adhering, you're relating, and that's fine, okay? If I, you want me to be that hip-hop minister, I will. I told you. I will be your mama, your auntie, your sister, your cousin, your niece. And if you're young enough or a certain age, your mama. I'll be whatever I need to be. I'm going to give you the truth. I'm going to give you support. And I'm going to correct you and admonish you in love straight up. There's no enemies here. Now, I know there's some people that probably hate my guts. And that's fine. Okay? Because to those people, I would say, get your mind right. Stay out of your feelings. And stop staying thirsty. Hydrate. That's what I would say. Maybe you'll feel better. Anyway. Now I'm going to say this. Um, <sighs> children of Israel, children of Israel, children of Israel. There's so many things I want to say to y'all. There's so many. These last couple of weeks with all this stuff going down is a lot. I know there's a lot of people under stress. A lot of people keep listening to stuff. A lot of people keep absorbing stuff. I'm going to tell you this. I'm in that same water, different boat. And I'm going to say this. Um, sometimes when a lot of stuff is happening, and I do mean a lot, we get a little overwhelmed. And um, sometimes it's a lot. Now, I don't know what you guys are going through, but I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling right now. Last couple of weeks, it's been so much stuff that I have written. It's so much stuff that I have um, dreamt about. It's so much stuff that's stacked on my table, in my office, and on my uh, chase. And on top of all kinds of stuff in regards to the children of Israel and the end times is so much. I don't even know where to start. I want to tell you everything. I want to give you so much. I want to do all this stuff and I want to give it to you. But I know it's not that many hours in a day for me to give it. Things are happening at such an alarming rate that um you could get caught up um you know um in stress and anxiety now i don't have stress or anxiety but what i do have is a bunch of stuff that i want to hit you with and not enough time to give it to you that's how i feel like i want you to know this and this and this is connected to that. I want you to know all of that. And that's how I feel sometimes. Like I don't have enough time to give it to you all. So I hope that I am giving you as much as I can. I hope that you're learning something. I hope that you're getting it. I really do. I um, I don't know what to say in regards to trying to give you as much information and intel as I possibly can in regards to to end times like I can see things just unfurling and it's just connecting so much so it's kind of scary 
And I don't think people know the magnitude of it. Now, children of Israel, I'm going to talk to you. I'm talking strictly to you. Now, I understand the second flock is listening, but I'm talking to you, children of Israel. And I have to say this. I said before that I, I need to admonish you and I need to do all of this stuff to you. But I need, what I really need to do is to let you know the seriousness of what we're in. The true seriousness and the root of why we are in the situation we're in. Now, I'm going to say this. The root, getting to the root of a problem is serious. This way you will fully understand why the situation is the way it is. And I'm going to say this for those people who say something about root and fruit. There's no fruit without a root, okay? Because the Most High said that the children are the branches. The Most High who is Yahshua and the Most High who is Yahuwah. The children are the branches and the Most High and Yahshua is the vine. Well, the Most High roots the vine. Okay? He roots the vine and the vine has the branches on it so that it will grow fruit. But since the fruit who are the children who are on that vine, they not acting right. How can you blossom? You can't. So like I said, Yeshua is the vine who is rooted in the most high. He's rooted in the most high. And this is important because the most high said he's going to shake the foundations and whatever is not uh, rooted in him is going to be done away with. He's going to shake the foundations and whatever's not rooted is going to be done away with. Does that matter to you? Is that not important? Shall fruit just don't get there without roots. Roots have to be nourished in order to grow branches. Branches grow and produce fruit. Period. I mean, it's not rocket scientists. I mean, rocket science. Shall I'm gonna leave that over there. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm tired of the nonsense. Again, I will say, um, even though I say there's no enemies here, I mean what I say, but uh, straight up and down, I stay ready for anything. In any way. Any way you want it. Okay? And I have to say that because I'm getting sick and tired of nonsense. I'm sick and tired of nonsense. I'm not going to say nothing else. And I'm going to let that be that. But I'm just, I'm just sick of the children of Israel being separated. And this is what is bringing me to this point. I want to admonish you, children of Israel, but I don't think you have a real clue of what you're doing. I just think that since the whole world is in delusion, a lot of people are not up. People are just doing what they're doing. And for me, when I do a lesson, my focus is always on you. My focus is always on you because I'm trying to get you to a mindset of responsibility and leaving complacency where it lies. Um, there's some things that I've 
talked about in regards to Yahuda, in regards to all the stuff that was in the beginning that brought and produced the nonsense that we have today. And personally, I'm tired of it. Every time I turn around, the children of Israel are divided. It's just annoying, frustrating. It's exhausting. It's really exhausting. And sometimes when, and I know that um, not only do I um, talk to other people in regards to um, this situation, because I know we're so divided in so many ways. Spiritually, we divided. People are reaching for uh, religion. They believe in the devil. They choosing the devil over the Most High and the children of Israel, especially the ones who woke up. It's just so much nonsense. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, honey that we endure every day. And then those hard-headed children of Israel always want somebody to run to their rescue. And they hard-headed to the core. When I read the scriptures, um, the Most High has told several of the prophets, don't be scared of your brethren because they wicked, they whip their necks, they roll their eyes, they threaten you. And many, you already know, uh, well, damn near, all of the, um, damn near, all of the prophets was killed. Yachanan wasn't, but um, they was killed because they didn't like what the Most High said and they killed the messenger. So that's how angry they were. And you got to think about the magnitude of this whole thing how could you want to go with the most high and you've done some dastardly things how can you want to go with the most high and you've done some wicked things how can you go with the most high and you've done some things that you believe nobody don't know nothing about but the most high is watching you with a bright light on you how how can you walk around and say that you a child of the most high and you wicked and you doing wicked things and you saying wicked things and you performing wicked acts and you following the devil and you doing all kinds of stuff like the rest of the world these these are the things i was thinking about the last couple of weeks i'm saying and i everybody has sinned and fallen short and i'll say this with the most high a sin is a sin a small sin a big sin a medium sin but with the human beings, they could point at each other and go, well, you did this, right? And they stuff is dirty. Everybody has fallen short, everybody. But the difference between a saint and a sinner is the sinner sins. He may point fingers at people, but they wallow and they sin. They don't get back up. They may talk about you like a dog, but they already going to hell. So it doesn't matter. Even those who believe that they so holy in uh, their heart of hearts, they know that they sin and they still keep following it and they're choosing it. The saint, however, is humble enough to say, you know what? I messed up. I messed up and I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to focus on being the best I can be in the will of the most high. I'm going to keep walking. The saint, uh, the saint understands that sin is here all the time and they have to be careful it's not, it doesn't mean that they ain't going to sin. It just means that you're going to ask the most high to help you to walk that narrow road and not easing on down the big old road to perdition where everybody else. That's the difference. 
um, it's up to the most high to pick and choose who's going and who's not. That's why the laws is there for the children of Israel. It's house rules from your father. That's what it is. But I say this to say it's so hard to do these lessons when people still stand and wallow in the mud that is the pigs that they are. Because now you're just being a pig waddling in mud. Enough is enough, pig. Enough is enough. Dry yourself off. Wash yourself off. Get yourself together. Enough is enough. So uh, with that, I'm going to say this. I'm going to read the Testament of Yehuda. And reading the Testament of Yehuda, I'm going to give you an idea of how much your ancestor has tried to deter you with the caution tape, the yellow and black, everything from wallowing in that mud and easing on down the road to perdition. Not only that, Yahuda's brothers also say something about him and the Levites, but I'm not one of the Levites, I'm one of the children of Yahuda. Simply because Yahuda was specially chosen for a certain task, as well as the Levites. I already told you, four and three make seven. To bring Yahshua here. That is powerful. It's powerful. And we're not holding up our side of the bargain. This is why we're in the position we're in. And we will continue to wallow in it. As the whole 12, but especially the children of Yahuda, Because many of the other children have not been, even though they're not in the land of their captivity. Well, they kind of are. Um, well, it's debatable, but I will say this after they ran after 70 AD, when the last Roman rule, which is, um, excuse me, the world last world rulers, which is Rome, ran the children of Israel out of, um, their, um, land and they ran into Africa because everything is so close. That's why you can't call it the Middle East because there ain't no Middle East. Anyway. They ran into North Africa and then they spread out from um, north to east and then from east to west. That's where they went. Now, this is world history. I ain't going to give you no history lesson, but I am going to upload somebody who will give you a history lesson. But it ain't going to be right now because I have too many other things to give you. I already told you just now. But you need to understand that you need to listen to your brethren and stop listening to the people on the left, the people on the right, the people up, down, side to side. You need to start listening to the most high because I'm going to tell you this. The devil doesn't listen or trust the children of Israel or Yahshua. Because the children of Israel are the most highs. Does the devil listen to the most high? Even though technically he does because the father of spirits is the father of spirits. But I'm just saying in accordance to uh, Genesis 3, 14 through 16, the devil's children, the most highest children is going to be at enmity. Now, I ask you again, is the devil's children, listen to the children of the most high, do they even believe or trust them? Think about it. Does the devil's children trust or believe the most highest children? No. And I'm not saying the most high children is perfect because they're not. That's why we're in the position that we're in. 
but we still the most high's children. Nevertheless, but the devil's children, they lie, they deceive, they do everything the devil does. And the children of Israel go and start believing it. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Even though I do get it, it's rhetorical. But <sighs> this is what perplexes me. The fact that they can do this with a straight face and an honest face and they keep doing it to their detriment is what's boggling my mind. It really is. It's boggling my mind. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read the Testament of Yahuda, and then I'm going to read a piece of the Testament of Dan, which is the seventh brother. Okay, I'm reading the fourth brother and I'm going to read a piece of the seventh brother. Why? Because I need you to understand what your forefather is telling you. Okay, he told you this a while ago and you ain't listening to nothing. And when you don't um, adhere or listen or know your history, you are bound to repeat it. Now, there's people running around here swearing up and down they you and they cannot prove it biologically and they can't prove it with the uh with the uh scriptures and that's how you prove it and there's so many other things being thrown in the game you are being deceived and enough is enough that's how i feel about it enough is enough even the scriptures say after a while the people who um are in the will of the most high they're gonna get real quiet Yep, it's going to be a time that they're going to be real quiet and you already know that wisdom already withdrew. Child, these are scriptures I'm I'm quoting. they scriptures. I'm not talking off the top of my head, honey. I'm pulling scriptures right out of my spirit. After a while, people are going to get quiet. That's number one. Wisdom already withdrew. Um, It's going to get to a point that you ain't even going to be able to talk about the scriptures. You ain't even going to uh, be able to recite or anything about the scriptures. They're not going to be... um in your grasp or um you're not going to be able to just reach for them because that's how serious this is this is happening it's getting real serious out there and you know my heart was saying how can i um do another uh lesson without at least putting it all there on a table and letting the children of israel know that they making a grave mistake. And when I say making a grave mistake, I mean, you making, a, excuse me, a serious mistake by following everybody else but the most high. And the only ones who's going to suffer is you. And the first thing that happens when people suffer is they're going to look around as if they didn't know. And that's the same thing. And I ain't trying to disrespect nobody, but it's the same thing that happens with smokers. There's so much advertisement for you to smoke. You know, smoke is wrong. Now, by law, they have to tell you that it causes cancer and people do it anyway. And then when they get cancer of any organ or body part, the first thing they do is look sorry and start pointing fingers at other people. Oh, you made me do this. You made me do When they never made you do that, even though there was advertisement and it was strong urges, the most high, a part of the most high's fruit of the spirit is self-control and nobody is exercising it. That's the problem. Long suffering, patience as a saint and self-control. 
And the children of Israel know better because that's in their DNA too. You're supposed to be able to do it. The Most High said you can do it, Shepherd of Hermas. And if you think that is something that you can't do, then you are not one of the children. And even Paul himself said, or was it James? Himself said, they are from us, but they're not of us. There are some children of Israel that is going with the wheat. I mean, excuse me, with the chair. Uh, the chair. They're going with the chair. That's why the Most High said that he's going to weed out the rebels. Weed out the rebels. What do you do with um, chaff and wheat? You weed it out. And the chaff is going in the fire and the wheat is going in the barn. Ch catch what I'm saying. So, yeah, I feel some type of way. Because I'm sick and I'm tired of the nonsense on all types of media that the children of Israel's doing. They just... I, they're just doing all kinds of stuff. I'm going to say this to, to the children of Israel. Like I said, I didn't write nothing down. I'm just talking from the top of my head because I'm tired. But the thing is this. You want to be like the world. You want to do the things that the world does. You want to do all kinds of stuff without repercussions. I'm going to tell you why you can't. Number one, the most high wants you to be better than the world. Remember what I said from my last lesson. If you're a friend of the world, you're not a friend of the most high. Number two, you're supposed to be an example to the Gentiles. I don't see it. Now, you could set trends. You could uh, do things that people uh, that won't get off the ground in regards to you. But if somebody else did exactly what you did, then it'll skyrocket and people will make money. Why is that? Because the most high didn't take that blessing off you. What he did do in Deuteronomy 28 is if you don't listen to me, you're going to be at the bottom. People are going to rise higher than you, this, that, the other. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 is following all of us. Now, you could bless other people that don't look like you, that don't have half the talent you got, that don't have half the nothing you got. And you bless them and they rise higher than the stars, but you're not going to get it because you are under the curse of the Most High for not listening. This is what you need to understand. You need to get that. So the Most High's blessing and cursing is already on you. They already on you. And since you're not listening, your ancestors didn't listen, that curse part is on you. But that blessing part is still going to other people. Okay? Do I have to start naming people who discovered stuff, who did stuff, who made stuff? And they didn't get the credit and they didn't get the nothing, but somebody else took it and they forever in etched in people's brain. Do I have to go there? I don't have to go there. I need you to work your mind, your brain cells, your synapses. Okay. I need you to work your neurons. I need you to work them. Because enough is enough. I hope I don't have to speak to you like you're six years old. You need to start catching what I'm throwing. So like I said, the blessings and curses been following you from Yahuda. They have because they've been here from the most high. And you were in the loins of Yahuda when he said it. Okay. And I already told you they didn't have to be written laws. The most high statutes and precepts become laws. And for the most part, the 12 sons didn't really need no laws. They didn't because they was in the will of the most high. Not saying that they didn't slip and fall because they did. 
And this is a part of this testament. They trying to tell you to stay away from certain things. All of the lines. But I'm going to tell you this. Yahuda's lines sin worse than everybody. That's number one. That's why they scattered. Number two, in the testament of Yahuda, he got the longest testament. His testament is 26 chapters. No other testament from any of the brothers is longer than Yahuda's testament. None. So what does that say to the children of Israel in regards to Yahuda? The children of Yahuda that's scattered all over the globe. That the Most High say, yes, I'm going to scatter you. But I'm also going to cover you and conceal you until the time for me to correct all this stuff. That's why people don't think that you, the children of Yahuda. That's what the Most High said. So if you know how to follow the scriptures, then you already understand what's being um, done and what's happening and what's going to happen. This is why I do my lessons the way I do them. Because I need you to understand who the children of Israel are. And children of Israel, once you know who you are, you need to know who you belong to and change your mind. Turn around from the platform uh, and taking the train going down the hill. Turn around. I don't care if multitudes of people is going towards that train. You turn yourself around, do a 180 and go to the train that's going up. Understand that. So with that, I'm going to read this. I don't know if it's going to be two uh, lessons, a part one and a part two before I do this, because it's 26 chapters, but I need you to understand what Yahuda is saying. Now, I just downloaded this from the um, computer and there's some D&Ls in there, but for the most part, it's regular um, language. So I want to say this is ESV. I'm not sure though. But the reason why I'm reading this is because I need you to understand what your ancestor is saying. Because we're doing things that we shouldn't do. We're supposed to be responsible. We're supposed to be the light to the Gentiles. We're supposed to be all this stuff. And I did do a lesson like that. You the soul of the earth. You the light. And I did all of that. It's on the platform library. And you can go listen to it. But I want to say this. The Most High made us the um example he's supposed we supposed to be the example but we keep choosing to be like the devil's children and we following them head over heels we just following them without question knowing damn well that the devil is a liar a deceiver a conqueror a separator everything this is why i keep talking about the devil now when i say the devil i don't mean lucifer i just mean the devils because there's so many devils, because demon is not scriptural. It's devils. So when I say the devil, that's what I mean. Because actually there was so many devils down here that the most high took their flesh and they became wicked spirits, devils on this earth. And they antagonize, they possess, they um, come into your dreams, they invade your dreams, all of that. It says that in the book of Enoch. So that's why I talk about that. But the devil, the devil himself, like I said, he has power, but he doesn't have, um, what did I say? Power and, I forgot. Anyway, I'm so focused on saying something else. Uh, authority. So the Most High has to give him authority, and we know that from the book of Job. So um, 
I need y'all to understand what I'm saying to you in regards to Yehuda. And please, if you can, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a solid and turn away from this world. Turn away from this world because guess what? Choosing certain things come with circumstances and um, it's like cause and effect. Okay, whatever you choose is going to affect you, whether in a negative way or a positive way. Okay, um, it's going to come with repercussions and um, you're not going to like what the repercussions are. So, like I said, I didn't write anything down. I'm just talking from my heart and and letting people know things are happening faster than we could ever imagine, honestly. And I'm not feeling, I'm feeling uneasy. I don't know why I feel this way. And it's just like, it's not that I don't have the most highest peace in me. It feels like something's going to happen that's beyond me not something personally but something is in the air and it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel right and I don't know what to make of it but I feel like I gotta give people some warning it just don't mm, I don't know it don't feel right I don't know what it is it don't feel right I had the same feeling in 2016 so I'm just telling you how I feel. And now I'm going to read this testament of Yahuda. Like I said, Yahuda's testament is longer than everybody, every other brother's testament. So apparently he had more to say than anybody else. Now, I'm going to say this before I start. Some of the other brothers too. I'm not going to say some, probably. I want to say all, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So I'm just going to say most of them, predominantly all, I'll just say predominantly all the brothers have something to say about Yahuda, the children of Yahuda, like the progeny who's coming after Yahuda. So I'm only going to choose uh, brother number seven to read his stuff, but I'm going to read to you Yahuda. And as a matter of fact, I did a lesson, something like this, talk about, um, I think the, um, uh, this was three years ago, but, um, I think it's Yahuda. What is going on with you? Something like that. But, um, if you go onto the platform library, you'll be able to hear it. And I didn't read the whole chapters. I just read the nitty gritty, but now I'm just going to read the whole thing of Yahuda. And like I said, it might be two parts because even though I'm winded, nobody want to be listening to my voice for four and five hours. <laughs> I don't want to listen to my voice for four or five hours i'm just saying <laughs> so um you know i have to tell my commentary when i read this so that's why it'll be long it's just not gonna be read and you're not gonna get no context so let me just start let me get my glasses too and if you hear short silences you already know i'm reading my water i mean i'm drinking my water let me drink it now Okay, so here it is. Like I said, it might be an ESV or some other regular language, but um, here we go. The copy of the words of Yahuda, what things he spake to his sons before he died, 
They gathered themselves together, therefore, and came to him, and he said to them, Listen, my children, to Yahudah, your father. I was the fourth son born to my father, Yaakov, and Leah. Now, I'm going to try my best to use the original uh, words and language, and there's some D&Ls in there that I'm not going to use. Sometimes I slip out, but for the most part, I'm going to use regular language. So he was the fourth son um, of his father, Yaakov, and Leah. And my mother named me Yahuda, saying, I give thanks to the Most High because he have given me a fourth son also. Excuse me. I was swift in my youth and obedient to my father in everything. This is why they didn't need to have no laws, no written laws. Understand that. And I honored my mother and my mother's sister, who were twins. Remember, Yaakov wanted the younger sister, but they didn't want to give him the younger sister first. So they gave him the older sister first, who was supposed to be quote unquote tender eyes. So she wasn't that cute as um as uh Rachel. Okay. Um they was, I want to say fraternal twins, because if one was really beautiful and the other one was tender eyed, they had to be fraternal. So, like I said, verse six. And it came to pass when I became a man that my father blessed me. Listen, listen, listen. My father blessed me. Okay. Now we talk about Yaakov here who had the blessing. He had the whammy in his hands, honey. I already told you. If you go to the book of Yeshia, a.k.a. Jasser, you will see that not only did Yaakov bless him, Abraham and I believe another ancestor blessed um, um, Yahuda too. It wasn't just Abraham. Okay, I told you, go to the uh, book of Yeshia, a.k.a. Jasa. Okay, so you you have enough uh, information. Everything's good. You won't have so many questions. Now, you may, because there's some interesting things going on in the book of Yeshia. However, you won't have them crazy questions. Well, if this happened, then how could that happen? And how could that happen? No, you won't have that. And I already told you the Bible legitimizes the book of Yeshia because it's listed several times in the Bible. Okay. And you wonder, well, why was that not presented? Well, why isn't any of the scriptures that's supposed to be in um, these books to the children of Israel presented? You already know. In the book of Enoch, Enoch said that they hid the books. And when they stop lying, then the children of Israel are going to know. Sure, you're going <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to read it again, six. And it came to pass that when I became a man, that my father blessed me saying, you shall be a king prospering in all things. Now I'm going to hit you with this. The children of Israel in um, the land of their captivity, especially in the United States, whatever you do is blessed, but you don't listen to the most high. You keep following the devils. You already know we prosper in all things, but not financially. Why? Because the most high is uh reprimanding you for not listening but everything that you do that you give to somebody else that's not in your nation they blow up like the oh i was gonna say something <laughs> like a supernova that's how they blow up 
and leave you in the dust. I don't care if it's music, if it's athletics, if it's sports, if it's whatever. They blow up and you don't get half as much as they do. Why? Because you don't listen. You need to change your mind and turn from your wicked ways. This is why Deuteronomy 28 is following you, children of Israel, with the emphasis on Yahuda, because that's the only one I'm talking about right now. Thank you. And just to let you know, the rest of the clan is in Africa. They in Africa. Even though that's not their land, it's been so many years, thousands of years, almost 3,000, almost 3,000 years they've been there. Uh-huh. From their original land. And if anybody got the nerve to say, oh, no, they stole the land. No, they didn't. Because ancient Canaan is in the middle of the world, okay? Because the three sons of Noah did the whole land before it was um, halfened up by tectonic um, instances of uh, earthquake and separation of mass. The Most High gave the three sons, allowed the three sons of Noah through Noah to have three parts of the world. So we ain't gonna get into that right now, but oh yes, I'm gonna hit you with that in my lesson. Because I'm coming with receipts and I always do. I'm not going to play with you. I don't play. And I don't talk what I don't know. I done already told you. So that's another thing. So like I said. Thou shall be a king. Prosper in all things. Yahuda. Verse 2. Um, chapter 2. And the Most High showed me favor in all the works. Both in the field and in the house. Children of Israel. Y'all still got that. But you need to turn from your wicked ways and it will shine on you like the brightest star. Y'all need to turn around and stop. Ooh, let me say something. <laughs> stop following everybody else. Anyway, verse two. I know that I raced a hind, which is a deer, and caught it. <laughs> what? And ever since then, every runner is he not the children of Israel. Stop playing. Anyway. He raced a hind and he caught it and prepared it for his father. And his father ate it, who is Yaakov. And he rose, and, excuse me, and the rose I used to master in the chase and overtake all that was in the plane. So he was running through all kinds of stuff. You know, we could run, child. A wild mare. And overtook it and caught it and tamed it. So he was running after animals that had four feet and was running. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Because <laughs> if I don't and I keep, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> uh, verse four. I slew a lion and plucked the kid out of his mouth. I took a bear by his paw and hurled it down the cliff and it was crushed. I outran a wild boar and seized it as I ran and tore it in half. Mm -hmm. A leopard in Hebron leaped upon my dog and I caught it by the tail and hurled it on the rocks and it was broken in two. I found a wild ox feeding in the fields and seized it by the horns and whirling it around and stunning it. I cast it from me and slew it. This is Yahuda. Chapter three. And when 
the two kings of the Canaanites came, mm -hmm, Old Testament, sheared in armor, sheathed in armor, against our flocks and much people with them, single-handed, I rushed, listen to the audacity of uh, Yahuda. And this is some strong audacity too. <laughs> I'm gonna read it again. And when the two kings of the Canaanites came sheathed in armor against our flocks and much people with them, that means they had a whole posse. He single-handedly rushed upon the king of Hazor and smote him on the greaves and dragged him down. And so I slew him. What did uh, your ancestor Yahuda do? tore him up and it was just him honey 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 you wonder why people said they scared mm. verse two and the other the king of tampua as he sat upon his horse i slew and so i scattered all his people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anchor the king a man of a giant stature those were the giants now i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this about dna i'm trying to keep my composure now this is after the flood this is after the flood when abraham had his uh isaac and isaac had esau and yaakov and yaakov had his children there was giants different dna this is all over the scriptures and people sway up and down. There ain't no people that's walking around like me and you with different humanoid features that ain't human. Y'all going to stop messing with me and you're going to stop messing with the most high. I already told you on a cellular level, people, certain people ain't human. Anyway, I'm going to read it again. Anchor the king of well, a man of great stature who was a, a giant. <laughs> I found hurling javelins before and behind as he sat on the horseback. And I took up a stone of 60 pounds weight and hurled it and smote his horse and killed it. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Yahuda's strong as an ox. If you went to the book of Yeshia and you listened to it, you already know with uh yahuda's mo was you already know he was he was bowdy bowdy just like the rest of the children of israel in yahuda oh they ready they stay ready this is why and when they do wrong they stand 10 toes deep in they nonsense and this is why they being um, reprimanded by the most high rolling their eyes clicking their necks sucking their teeth all of that it says that in the scriptures what's that you already know who does it i'm gonna keep going Verse four, and I fought with this other uh, giant for two hours and I claved his shield in twain. That means he cut it in hair and I chopped off his feet and killed him. Say what now? Uh, if they ever made a movie about this, people would just be in awe. Verse five, and as I was stripping off his breastplate, behold, nine men, his companions, began to fight with me mm -hmm. and I wound up my garment in my hand who that sound like somebody I know and slung stones at them and killed four of them 
and the rest fled. This is Yahuda by himself. Okay. And Yaku, my father, slew Belsaith, the king of the kings, a giant in strength. Now, why? Because he was a giant. And there's giant, there was giants in those days. And I already told you what a giant was. Uh, the giants was the uh, children of the fallen angels. Uh-huh. Why do people look the way they do? What does the scripture say the giants look? I mean, the angels look white and bright. That's what they look like. Why did um why did um Noah's father, why was he scared that Noah was a, a child of one of the fallen angels? Because he was an albino and he had to go to Enoch. He went to his father and his father went to Enoch and they said, whose child is this? What, whose child is this? Because it's white. Now, why would they say that? If everybody in the scriptures was white, I'm just using the, um, the constructs white and black since everybody keep using them wrong. The only reason why white and bright was in the scriptures is because either the fallen angels or you had, um, what's that disease? Um, oh, good grief. What is that disease? That skin disease that turned you white. There's two instances in the Bible when children didn't have melanin. Number one was Noah and Noah had, uh, he was, a, um, what was he? What do they call um, albino? Sorry. Noah was an albino, which means a recession in melanin, okay? Which was different from everybody else in the scriptures, okay? Everybody was richly melanated. You could tell by where um, everything was in the ge uh, geographical uh, setting because the sun is the hottest in Africa. You could tell where everybody was. And number two, um, the most high said, and this is what I want y'all to know. When the most high took ground on the earth and breathed the breath of life into the dust of the ground, where do you think he was when he did it? Because I'm going to hit y'all with some serious thought. Where do you think he was? Wasn't he in paradise? Okay. He was in Eden, right? Eden was supposed to be in the middle of the whole Pangea earth. What's Pangea? Pangea was the mantle that was lifted up out of the water before it separated. Now, I already discussed a lot of this before. But before um, before the uh, seven continents, it was three. Excuse me. It was five. Then it was three. Then it was just one. Because of plate tectonics, which means the earth shakes and under the mantle of the earth, separates before it did all of that it was only one so the most high had eden which was in the middle of the earth where's the middle of the earth right now in africa okay so if you go to africa where the ghana part is that's the middle of the earth okay where the equator is right there in the middle straight up middle of the earth if you go there and look on the ground see what color the dirt is then you'll know it never changed. It never changed. But when sin came into the world, the most high made some situations happen. And now when uh, when everything uh, gets straightened out by the most high, because I already told you the end and the beginning is the same place. Uh, it takes place at the same time. I'll say that. They say, new, uh, according to uh, Revelation, a new Jerusalem is coming down from the sky. 
a new one. So that means the most high got to clear all this nonsense out. It's still going to be in the middle of the earth. It's still going to be in the middle of the earth. There's so many things that took place in the middle of the earth. Okay. Adam was buried in the middle of the earth. Uh, all kinds of stuff is supposed to happen in the middle of the earth. Okay. All in that area, everything. Okay. Now I can name you scriptures that say it, but I'm gonna keep going. Cause if I don't, We'll be here all night. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. This is this is all how you could tell who the children of Israel are. All this stuff, and a lot of this stuff goes over people's heads. You got to do some homework on everything. That's what I'm saying. When the most high start dealing with you, you ain't gonna catch. I mean, you ain't gonna miss nothing. Nothing gonna fly over your head. If somebody say Eden, you're gonna know where it is. You're gonna know uh, geographically, geographically where it is. If they say Adam. And um, the Most High uh, took the dust of the ground and um, breathed the breath of life uh, from the dust of the ground. You're going to know where the dust of the ground is. You're going to know where the middle of the equator is. You're going to know You're gonna know all of that. Because the Ruach is dealing with you. Okay? You're going to know it all. And you're going to hit them with it. Because somebody's going to come out with something really stupid in their in they heads. And guess what? The Ruach's going to answer whatever it is. And just shut all of that down. So back to what I was saying. Y'all cool, my father slew uh, the king of the giants. And there's actually a book of the giants. But I don't suggest you read it. But maybe I'll upload it one day. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff that people don't know. And it will point out exactly who the children of Israel are and who they ain't. Back to what I was saying. This is why all this stuff been hidden, uh, burnt up, uh, trampled on done away with i'm telling you and how do we know that enoch said it enoch never died he's a scribe of righteousness he wrote that book for the children for them to pass down and do what they need to do mm -hmm. and he said when the truth comes and the heathens stop hiding the truth and stop lying the children gonna know who they are it says that in the book of enoch i didn't read that 50 11 times okay 50 11 times as a matter of fact you can go to enoch book of enoch 103 there it is okay i know about heart 103 anyway verse 7 again yakuv slew the uh, king of the giants uh in strength 12 cubits high okay that's how tall the uh the uh giant was 3.5 times 12 i'm gonna tell you exactly how big he is hold on i'll tell you how big the giant was 3.5 times 3.5 times 12 equals 42 feet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Back to what I'm saying. The fear fell upon them and they cease warring with us so nobody didn't want nothing from the children of israel nobody nobody wanted nothing from them you know why because the most high was dealing with them period okay abraham was the most high's friend and abraham's son isaac was the promised child and isaac had two kids one of them was a heathen and did heathenistic things and went to uh humanoid beings and the other one stayed in his will and had 12 sons we're not gonna play these games i'm gonna break all that down to you that's what i'm saying it's so much stuff i want to give you 
but there's some things that you need right now. Okay? So this is one of the things you need right now because you need to be admonished. You need to know who you are. You need to see, um, know where you came from, understand the complexity of a situation and the dire emergency of it. And this is why I'm giving you this. Therefore, my father was free from anxiety in the wars when I was with my brethren. For he saw in a vision concerning me that an angel of might followed me everywhere. What? And guess what? That angel of might is still with the children um, in the line of Yahuda. He's still there. Uh-huh. Okay. So the angel of might followed Yahuda everywhere that I should not be overcome. And the most I say, I'm going to send you where I need to send you and I'm going to cover you. You ain't going to be 100% overcome, but you will be, um, the, the rebels will be weeded out. Oh, yes, see, yes, they will. Yahuda. Verse, uh, chapter four. And in the South, there came upon us greater war than in Shechem. And I joined the battle array with my brethren and pursued a thousand men and slew two of them, excuse me, and slew of them 200 men and four kings. So it was a thousand of them. It was only 12 brothers and they father, 13. And they took them down. And in regards to them taking, them, taking them down, Yahuda himself killed 400 men and, and, um, he killed, sorry, 200 men and four kings. Yahuda by himself. Stop going. Moving on. And I went up upon the wall and I slew four mighty men. So we captured Hazor and took all the spoil. Chapter five. On the next day, we departed to Erthan, a city strong and walled, inaccessible, threatening us with death but i and gad approached on the east side of the city and reuben these are the brothers and levi on the west and they were upon the wall thinking that we were alone were drawn down against us so they came down thinking that they was by themselves two on two sides two on the other and so many brothers secretly climbed up the wall on both sides by stakes and entered the city while the men didn't know it says men knew it not but you know they didn't know and we took it with the edge of the sword and as for those who had taken refuge in the tower we set fire to the tower and took it and them mm -hmm. this is how uh, mighty they were and as we were departing, the men of Tempua seized our spoil. And seeing this, we fought with them. They were some fighting something. And we slew them all and recovered the spoil. Chapter six. And when I was at the waters of Kozeba, the men of Jobel came against us to battle. And we fought with them and rooted them and their allies from Shiloh we slew and we did not leave them power to come in against us. And the men of 
Kamir came upon us the fifth day and seized our spoil. And we attacked them and overcame them in fierce battle. For there was a host of mighty men among them. And we slew them before they had gone up to the ascent. And when we came to their city, their women rolled upon us stones. Listen. From the brow of the hill on which the city stood. Now I'm going to say this. There's a lot of history about women fighting and women soldiers. You just heard that some of the women were soldiers um, against the children of Israel. And I'm going to read it again. And when we came to their city in um, Mekir, the women rolled upon us stones from the brow of the hill on which the city stood. So the women was in combat too, in many of those areas in Africa, which is Africa. And even though that's not even really the name Africa, Mesopotamia at that time and whatever land they could they called it but it was never middle east or any of that even a certain time it wasn't africa but i'm just telling you it was not any of that and ancient canaan is jerusalem and all that ancient canaan so understand that and that's all africa all of that is africa so what are people not melanated hello hello and at that time were they not melanated so uh yeah Back to what I was saying. And I and Simeon hid ourselves behind the town and seized upon the heights and destroyed this city also. Chapter seven. And the next day it was told us that the king of the city of Gaish with a mighty host was coming against us. Everybody was fighting against them. I therefore and Dan fiend ourselves to the Amorites and allies went into this went into their city and in the depths of night our brethren came and we opened them the gates and we destroyed all the men in their substance and we took for prey all that was theirs and their three walls were cast down and we drew near to famna where was all the substance of the hostile kings then being insulted by them I was therefore wroth, he was mad, and rushed against them to the summit, and they kept slinging against me stones and darts. <laughs> Where else they have darts and stones? Where they do that? And had not Dan, my brother, who's the seventh brother, aided me, they would have slain me. So... It was so many coming against him that his brother, Dan, number seven, jumped up and started going in. We came upon them, therefore, with anger and wrath, and they all fled. And passing by another way, they besought my father, and he made peace with them. <laughs> Please help us be sorry. <laughs> and we did to them no hurt. They became tributary to us pay dates, dues and taxes and we restored them their spoil so you see how um forgiving yaakub was 
Yeah, he he's reasonable. He was reasonable. Now that's how the children of Israel are too. The children of Israel are reasonable, even though they sinning and they keep kissing the devils behind. They are reasonable. You can't reason with them. Okay, and I built Thamna, and my father built Rabiel. I was twenty six years old when this war befell. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm. 20 sorry he was 20 years old not 26 sorry what am I thinking and the Canaanites feared me and my brethren mm -hmm. remember Canaan was cursed by the most high so nobody can't say oh and y'all stole the land too no honey Canaan was cursed so when you get cursed you get all kinds of stuff happening to you I already told you the children's cursed too because they don't listen that's why all kinds of stuff is happening to us when the most high curse you, you curse, baby. Okay. Chapter eight. And I had much cattle and I had for chief herdsman, Iram, the Adulamite. And when I went to him, I saw Bar Saba, king of Adullam. And he spake unto us and he made us a feast. Listen. And when I was heated, he gave me his daughter. Now, I'm going to say this. Yahuda was drinking. Okay. You know, they did love to drink back then, honey. They loved to drink. I already told you alcohol is an old devil. Alcohol is an ancient devil. It's an ancient devil. So he's just telling you that they had a feast for them. So here go the manipulation. Because the law is don't go with no other woman outside your own nation. The children already knew this. They didn't need the uh, the laws and the uh, commands, but they had the statutes and the precepts of the most high. Don't mess with nobody outside you. It wasn't written, but they knew. So I'm going to say it again, verse two. And when I went up to him, I saw Barsaba, the king of Adullam, and he spake unto us and he made us a feast. And when I was heated, meaning drunk, he gave me his daughter to be his wife. Outside nation. I already told you the Achilles heel of the children of Israel, especially Yahuda, is a heathen woman from another nation. You already know. And the most high already calls everybody else heathen. So I'm just saying what he said. Anyway, she bit, listen, because she was a um, Canaanite. Hmm. <clears throat> Just saying. She bear me Ur and Onan and Shelah. Those are the kids who your ancestors, honey buns. And two of them, the most high smoke. So the most high killed them. Number one, it was from another uh nation's daughter. That's that's a sin of Yahuda. I already told you all the sins of Yahuda. Number two. The Most High said, do not go to other nations because they're going to take you away from me. And that's exactly what they tried to do. It happened to Solomon. Okay. So that's exactly what happened because when the last son, two of the sons died, Ur and Onan died. So Shelah lived and Tamar was supposed to go with him and the Most High, uh, I'm sorry, Yash, uh, Yahuda wanted Tamar to be for the daughters because she's of the children of Israel. And the heathen wife of um, 
Yahuda didn't want Tamar. She wanted somebody from her line. This is why the Most High said, "Don't go with other people, because they're gonna give you their um their uh, religion. They're gonna give them you their um their ways to live by." And the Most High, you already have a pedigree, children of Israel. Why are you going to other things, dirtying up your blood? I'm just saying. Back to what I was saying. For Shelah lived and his children are you. So we, our ancestor before uh, Yahuda is Shelah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And remember, I'm reading from regular English, so many of these words ain't, especially the names. You the children of uh, my son. Chapter nine. I was 18 years my father, and 18 years, my father abode at peace with his brother Esau for 18 years and his sons with us. After that, we came from Mesopotamia, huh? from Lebanon, or Africa. Uh -huh. And when 18 years were fulfilled in the 40th year of my life, Esau, the brother of my father, came upon us with a mighty strong people. There is a uh, prophecy about Esau. I already read a piece of it in Malachi, Hunty. If I read Obadiah in, um, what's the other one? Joel. Child. Hold on. Whoa. And Yaakul smote Esau with an arrow. And he was uh he was taken up wounded in Mount Seir. And he went, and as he went, he died at Anarium and non. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. If you go to the book of Yeshua, you know who smoked Esau. Now, it says Yaku smoked Esau, but one of Yaku's children did it. That's why, you know, just like we call, I call my brethren Judah, we call ourselves Judah because we are in that line. The lie of Yaku smoked Esau, one of the children of um, Yaku smoked um Esau and it wasn't the 12 brothers it was their kids that did it okay and that's in the book of Yeshia and we pursued after the sons of Esau now they had a city with walls of iron and gates of brass and we could not enter into it and we encamped around and besieged it mm, there's prophecy about that and when they opened not to us in 20 days I set up a ladder in the sight of all, and with my shield upon my head, I went up sustaining the assaults of the stones upwards three talents high, and I slew four of their mighty men. So they fighting this civil war, these, these cousins fighting with Esau starting it. And Reuben and Gad slew six others, their cousins. And they asked, hold on. 
And they asked us the terms of peace and having taken counsel with our father, we received them as tributaries. That's their cousins, but they're wicked cousins. Wicked. And they gave us 500 cores of wheat, 500 baths of oil, 500 measures of wine until the famine when we went down to Egypt. Aha. And that was the first time Egypt being Mizraim, meaning bondage in um, Hebrew. This is the first time they went into bondage for the 400 years. Chapter 10. And after these things, my son Ur took a wife, Tamar, from Mesopotamia. Now he's trying to tell you what happened to his sons through Tamar. Because he already told you that the the um, the sons is dead, and only two of the sons was dead. The Most High took them, and then um, all the stuff with Tamar. Anyway, and after these things, my son er, took a wife. That was the, um, the first son. He took Tamar from Mesopotamia, the daughter of Aram, which is in their line. Now Er was wicked because he was a, like his mother, a, a Canaanite. You see what happens when you don't listen? This is where all this not listening coming from. And and uh, Yahuda knew better. And he was, I'm going to say this too. When you don't listen to the Most High, you ain't never going to be happy. You ain't never going to be at, um, at peace. Never. Never. You ain't never. That's the part of Deuteronomy 28. You ain't never. You're going to be cursed. You ain't, you're not going to partake in the blessings. You will be cursed. Back to what I was saying. Now, Er was wicked, like his mother. And he was in need concerning Tamar because she was not of the land of the Canaanites from his mother saying that. I don't want her. She ain't from Canaan. She ain't from our people, Hamites. And on the third night, an angel of the Most High smote him. So the angel killed him. And he had not known her according to the evil craftiness of his mother, who Yahuda married and wasn't supposed to, Achilles heel. For he did not wish to have children by her. Uh-huh. Now, Yahuda wanted Tamar to marry him. But uh, Yahuda's wife, who was a Canaanite, said, no, I want somebody from the Canaanites. No, you are not dirtying up the blood, ma'am. You're not going to do it. So what did the Most High do? Smote him. You're not going to play with the Most High. The Most High said what he said. He don't care who you are. He don't have no favorites. If he say no, it mean no. If he say yes, it mean yes. And this is why we in the position we in. Because we want to sashay and strong J in the middle. Enough is enough. Four. In the days of the wedding feast, I gave Onan, which is the second son, to Tamar in marriage. And he also did wickedness and he didn't know her, meaning they did not consummate. You already know what consummate means. Although he spent with her a year, he was with her for a year and never touched her. Why? Because his mother, the Canaanite, said, don't mess with her. Uh -huh. Yeah, you can listen to your father, but do what I say. Yeah, this is it. This is why you cannot go outside your nation. This is why you can't... Um, disobey what the most high said because there's nothing gonna be going good for you okay and and uh yahoo had a whole bunch of uh stress and strife in his life yes he did because mm -hmm. he didn't listen to no daggone body and this is what happened when you don't listen 
And it wasn't that he wasn't blessed. He was. Remember, there wasn't no laws back then. No written laws. Not that there wasn't laws because a precept and a statute is a law from the Most High when it comes straight from his mouth. And that's how they heard from the Most High. Straight from the Most High's mouth. <laughs> anyway, verse five. And when I threatened him, the second son, child, it listen. Ooh, these kids don't listen. We all doing the same thing as back then. Don't listen to nobody always puffing up, thinking we know everything and we don't know jack. Not humble, not nothing. He went into her, but spilled the seed on the ground, meaning they went to consummate, but it didn't go through 100%. And he spilled his seed on the ground. He's like, nope, I ain't having no baby by her. Mm -hmm. That's a half of a consummation right there. According to the command of his mother, he also died through his wickedness. The Most High killed him too. The Most High don't have no problem taking the flesh away. None. And I wish to give Selah unto Tamar, but his mother did not permit it. For she brought evil against Tamar because she was not of the daughters of Canaan. Aha, uh -huh. this is the problem with the sons of Yahuda. They always trying to find somebody else that's not in their nation. Ain't nothing good going to come to you until you start listening, sirs. Thank you. As she also herself was. Mm -hmm. So that mother, uh, uh, Yah uh, Yahuda's wife was from Canaan. She was like, no, I want her, to, um, I want my sons to have um, the daughters. I mean, uh, yeah, the daughters of Canaan. This is why it's a problem. It's a problem when you don't listen. Chapter 11. And I knew that the race of the Canaanites was wicked. Listen, the race of the Canaanites. DNA. But the impulse of my youth blinded my mind. And when I saw her pouring out wine, owing to the intoxication of wine, uh-huh. Wine being an old devil. I was deceived and took her, although my father had not counseled it. So Yahuda is saying, I took her when I was drunk, even though my father didn't say take her because they already knew not to mess with nobody else. So he went against the most high and took this heathen woman. Ah, that's why he was having strife. Uh-huh. He ain't have no good uh no good luck because his sons died and all kinds of stuff. We'll, this right here is teaching us a lesson to listen to the most high because when um Yahuda doesn't listen, all kinds of stuff happened. Now you already know he didn't marry somebody he wasn't supposed to. Now he lost his kids. Ain't nothing. Well, I ain't gonna say ain't nothing worse than losing a child. A young child losing a parent, that's worse. Okay, because you don't know who he's gonna fall in the hands of. Okay. Anyway, verse three, and while I was away, she went and took for Shelah a wife from Canaan. Mm -hmm. This is when you get these wicked women. And when I knew what she had done, I cursed her in the anguish of my soul. Nobody told you to marry her. And she also died through her wickedness together with her sons. Uh-huh. Chapter 12. And after these things, while Tamar was a widow, she heard after two years that I was going up to share my sheep, excuse me, and adorned herself in bridal array and sat in the city by the gate. For it was a law. Listen, this is how heathenistic other nations was. 
For it was a law of the Amorites that whoever's about to marry, if it's a female, she should sit in fornication for seven days. So that means she should have sex with as many people she wants for seven days before she go with a man. You see how wicked customs are? You see how heathenistic customs are? You see that? That's why the Most High did not want the children of Israel. This is the kind of stuff they was doing. Sinning because they was devils. I already told you there's children of the devils and children of the Most High. What did I tell you? Evil is as evil does. That's why I keep saying the devil. It don't have to be a red being or a spirit. It could be something or uh, it could be a spirit uh, um, antagonizing a human or possessing a human to do something. Evil and wicked is as evil and wicked does devils, period. Therefore, being drunk with wine, Yahuda, I did not recognize her. And her beauty deceived me. Lies. So now he lying because your beauty deceived me. Man, you went up there because you was in heat. Stop the nonsense. Through the fashion of her adoring. Uh -huh. And she knew. She knew how um she knew how Yahoo was. And how the uh how she could get to him. That's how those brothers are, honey. The sons of Zion is something else. They hot. Anyway. Verse four, and I turned aside to her and said, let me go into you. You already know what that means. And she said, what will you give me? And I gave her my staff and my girdle and the diadem of my kingdom and pledge. So let's see what he gave her. He gave her his walking staff. He gave her the girdle that uh, represents Yahuda in the 12 and he gave her his kingdom which is his diadem his crown in pledge so he pledged all that for a piece of you know what that's what he did is that not a sin so you're gonna give her all the stuff that the most high gave you for a piece of leg I can't like I said the sons of Zion they hot this this is the Achilles heel honey any piece any piece Back to what I was saying. And I was unto her and she conceived. So he had sex with her and she had a baby. So he was being a heathen. That's what he was being. Okay. He was being a hoe. And then got mad because she hoe. I'm going to keep reading. And not knowing what I had done, wished to kill her. But she prevalently sent my pledges she sent the stuff back the staff the diadem and the um the girdle and put me to shame so she was like well if you're gonna kill me before you kill me here get this to the person who gave it to me yahuda and yahuda was silenced <laughs> she shut him all the way down and when I called her, I heard also the secret words. I spoke to Tamar when I was laying with her in my drunkenness. And I told you alcohol is an old devil. Who is old? And I could not slay her because it was from the most high. That's right. You're not going to slay her, baby. Just like the most high said, I will not reprimand the daughters of Zion because the sons did it first. I am not going to reprimand them. I'm going to get y'all. Okay. For I said, less happily, excuse me, less happily, she did it in subtlety 
having received the pledge from another woman. But I came not against her while I lived because I had done this abomination in Israel. Now, I'm going to tell you the other sin that he did. I, this is why we in this situation we did. And the sons keep repeating it. If you don't know who you are, you are bound to repeat the history. If you don't know your history, you bound to repeat it. Sons of Zion, a.k.a. Yahuda. What did Yahuda do? That's so sinful. He was drunk. He's having sex with hoes. He married somebody outside his nation. They had three sons. Two of them died. Uh, he tried to give a daughter to Zion, to one of the sons. His heathen wife said no. She died. The Most High killed her off. Then he turned around and took and had sex with his son's wife. Is that not sinning and sinning and sinning? Or is, I was going to say something else. Is this not what the children of Israel are doing today? Are they not breaking laws willy-nilly like this today? This is what I mean. This is what I mean every day. Every day they're doing this. Every day they acting like the world. This is what Yahuda was doing. This is why he was reprimanded. And he's trying to tell his children not to be like that. But what's happening? What's happening to uh, the sons of Zion? What's happening to them in the line of Yahuda? They're doing the same thing Yahuda did. I'm going to keep going. Moreover, they who were in the city said that there was no harlot in the gate because she came from another place and sat for a while at the gate. And I thought that no one knew that I had sex with her. Okay, maybe not humans didn't know, but the Most High sat there and watched you in all his glory have sex with your son's wife. That's what he saw. Okay, because the Most High sees everything we do, we blind and naked in his sight. We can't see him, number one, but we naked. Everything we do is just put out there. The Most High sees it. So I don't care if you in the lowest bunker there is and you sinning, the Most High sees you in all his glory. And you know he's um, the father of lights. So all the light is on you. He can see everything. Moving on. Verse 11. And after this, we came into uh, Mizraim, a.k.a. Um, Egypt, with Yosef because of the famine. Now, you already know he gave Yosef away. He sold Yosef. So what happened to his kids? They got sold into slavery, just like um, uh, Yosef did. The Most High ain't missing nothing, baby. You gonna get what you get. Oh, I love you, but you will get reprimanded. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I was 40 and 6 years old, 46. And 70 and three years lived in, um, lived I in Egypt. So he was 46 years old when he went to Egypt and he lived there for 76 years, for 73 years. Sorry. Now I'm on chapter 13. Hold on. <clears throat> and now I command you, my children, all of the children, even to today, listen to Yahuda, your father and keep my sayings and perform all the ordinances of the most high. That means listen to his law, statutes, precepts, and commands, adhere to them, listen to them. Don't just hear them. You see all the stuff that Yahuda uh, ignored and what happened to him. So now he's telling his children, even today in 2023, we are his children. One of his children's reading this and many of his children's listening. Listen to your father, Yahuda, your ancestor, Yahuda. Listen. Okay, 
listen, keep the sayings and perform all the ordinances of the most high and obey the commands of the most high. <laughs> Did he say at a certain time it ain't gonna matter? No. Okay. He never said that. That's number one. Number two, they wasn't written back then, but Yahuda knew they was going to be commands. He knew they was going to be laws and ordinances. He knew. And he never said, don't listen to them no more. You just have to have faith. No. Listen to your father, your great father. Great, great, great to the nth degree father. Okay. I'm not talking about the heavenly father. I'm talking about your uh, your ancestor, Yahuda. And walk not after your own lust. Don't walk in your own lust. And being led by your belly, don't walk in that. Because guess what? That's the flesh. The flesh is the one that lusts physical things. And you're going to go straight to that down train. Okay? To the gates of hell when you start listening and abiding by it. I already told you, the flesh and the spirit war for the soul. They war. And your lust is what the flesh does. Ah, this is why you could be swayed this way and that with a TV show. Oh, here come a Twix commercial. Oh, I want a Twix. You're being manipulated. Come out of her, my children. Come out of her, says the Most High. Do not walk after your lust or your imaginations. Of your thoughts and haughtiness of your heart, children of Israel, because you know they got them roving necks and them wicked eyes. And glory not the deeds and strengthen your youth. Glory not in the deeds and strength of your youth. Sons of Zion. For this also is evil in the eyes of the Most High. Don't blame it on, oh, I'm young. Oh, no, I didn't know anybody. I'm young. Oh, I just didn't know. Don't blame it on that because the most I know is better. This is what he's saying. Yahoo is saying this. Don't don't blame your deeds on that, on being young and you didn't know because that's not an excuse. Okay? Dumb criminal. Since I also glory that in wars, no comely woman's face ever enticed me without alcohol. And reproved Reuben, my brother, concerning Bilhah. Now, you already know, Reuben was the first son with Leah and Yaakov. And the first son usually get everything. But guess what? Uh, um, Reuben sinned and he slept with Yaakov, who was Israel's, one of his wives, his concubines. And what does the law say? You don't lay down and see your father's skirt. So his birthright was taken away from him and um, Yosef's moved on up. So his uh, Reuben's birthright was taken as being the first son, taken away from him because of sin. And um, Yosef now is the first. All the blessings that the firstborn get goes to um, Yosef who is the first with um, the twin of Leah. Okay. The wife of my father and spirits of jealousy, you know, there's jealousy all through the children of Israel, honey. <laughs> the spirits of jealousy, and I already told you, jealousy is a spirit. It's a big eye. Literally, it's an eye. 
So you know that Yahuda is saying spirits of jealousy. There's more than one spirit, but the king of the spirits of jealousy is an eye. How do I know that? Go to the Testament of Solomon. It presents itself to Solomon. Yeah. Anyway, and the fornication arrayed with themselves against me until I lay with Bathsheba, the Canaanite, that's the kid's mother, and Tamar, who was a spouse to my son. So he's telling you, I sinned. I sinned. And my brother's sinned. Everybody is falling short, but you already know the difference between the saint and the sinner. Anyway, verse four, but I said to my father-in-law, I will take counsel with my father. This is what Yahuda said before uh, this uh, Canaan, um, this man from Canaan tried to throw his daughter on her by getting him drunk. And so I will take thy daughter. And he was unwilling to wait. But he showed me boundless stores of gold. That's greed. Your lust. He's fulfilling the lust on his daughter's behalf. So she came with a dowry. He was like, I'm going to give you all this if you go with my daughter. And why did he want to give him his daughter anyway? For the kingship, number one, and the children of Israel was blessed. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew who the Most High was, although they didn't believe in him. Just like I know about Buddhism. I know about um, all that other uh, Eastern religions and all of that. I know all about them. Do I um, or would you, if you are focused on the Most High, go worship them? But you know about them, right? You know about Eastern religions. You know about Western religions. You know about uh, poly gods and uh, the one and only. But who you worship is who you worship. So there's no such thing as, oh, nobody knew the most high. Everybody knew the most high. It's all in weaved in through that Bible. Everybody knew who it was. Okay. Whether they worshiped him or not, or acknowledged him is a different story. Everybody knew who it was. And everybody knows now. Because this Bible's being passed around like a deck of cards. Okay? And being manipulated and all that. But no matter what happens, the children of Israel is going to stay the children of Israel because the Most High imprinted them. They are pedigreed, set to the side, particular people. There's nothing nobody could do about it. And there will be a time that everybody, every eye, every, everything on earth will know who the children of Israel are. Okay? So it don't matter. That's why I said you don't have to run and tell everybody you're the children of Israel. You can acknowledge that you are, but you don't have to beat nobody over the head with it because the devil already knows who you are. That's why you in the situation you're in. The devil knows who you are already. They already plotted against you. They already schemed against you. They doing it all the time. They've been there. They've been doing it. You're the only one who don't know because you don't listen. But there's a time when eyes is going to be open and a lot of eyes are opening right now. I'm telling you. Back to what I was saying, verse five, and he adorned her with gold. This is Yahoo to talk about the woman he married from the father and pearls and caused her to pour out wine for us and feast with the beauty of women. Uh-huh. So he got caught out there. I already told you, baby falling short, honey, a woman, a wicked one. And the wine turned aside my eyes and pleasure blinded my heart and I became enamored of I lay, yeah, of, and I lay with her and transgressed, ah, he sinned, the commandment of the Most High. Now, the commandments wasn't even written then, but what did he say? He transgressed the commandment of the Most High. A verbal commandment. 
Okay, they didn't have to be written. Ooh, ooh, the children too. They knew. Now I'm gonna read it again. And I became enamored of, and I lay with her and transgressed the commandment of the Most High. And the commandment of my fathers. Uh-huh. And I took her for a wife. So he didn't listen to the Most High. You see all the stuff that happened to Yahuda because he didn't listen. I need you to understand not listening to the Most High is going to make you miserable. And the Most High rewarded me according to the imagination of my heart. Didn't he tell you the Most High going to give you what you asking for, whether it's good or bad? He's going to give it to you. Cause you keep walking there, baby. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna hit you with it, baby. But hope it don't cripple you. I'm gonna give it to you. And the Most High rewarded me according to the imagination of my heart, in so much that I had no joy in her children. So what does Yahuda say? Cause I didn't listen, and I wanted what I wanted. The Most High gave it to me, and I didn't have no peace happiness, nothing, or joy with this heathen woman that I married. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's what you get. And the same thing is going on right now today in 2023. Children of Yahuda. I'm going to keep going. Chapter 14. Testing, testing, okay. Testing. Oh my. My mic was acting up. I'm gonna have to read it again. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to verse uh chapter 14 because I don't know how much you did, but I just got this message that said my mic went down. That's why I keep saying testing, testing. Oof. Anyway. I'm on chapter 14. And now, my children, I say unto you, don't be drunk with wine. For wine turns the mind away from the truth uh -huh. and inspires the passion of lust. So it makes you horny and it leads the eyes into error, mm -hmm, which is sin. For the spirit of fornication, excuse me, has wine as a minister to give pleasure to the mind. That means put you in deception. For these two also take away the mind of a man. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm, he ain't never lied. He ain't never lied. For if a man drank wine to drunkenness, it disturbs his mind with filthy thoughts leading to fornication. And heathen the body to carnal union, meaning having sex with anybody. And if the occasion of the lust be present, he works sin. And it's not a shame. So he's telling you, what do the children of Israel do about drinking and fornicating? Going to the strip clubs, doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, in every way. Always, oh, he flew me out and all is sinning. 
you can't be like the world. You have certain standards as a child of Israel. And when you don't keep those standards up, you're going to be locked down in sin. Locked up to your neck, your navel, your eyes, your ears, your hairline is going to be locked up. Okay. Enough is enough. Verse four. Such is the inebriated man, my children. For he who is drunken reverences no man. For lo, it made also to error. So I was not ashamed of the multitude in the city in that before the eyes of all, I turned aside unto Tamar. So he did it in front of everybody. And I wrought great sin. Uh-huh. Come on. Hey, Joe, you want to give it a go? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I uncovered the covering of my son's shame. That's a sin against the law. After I had drunken wine, I reverenced not the commandment of the most high. So after he drunk that wine, he didn't care about the commandment. And I took the woman of Canaan to wife. So he didn't care twice. I told you that alcohol will get you. They don't call it spirits for nothing. <laughs> for much discretion, needeth the man who drinks wine, my children, and herein is discretion in drinking wine. A man may drink so long as he preserves modesty. So take sips. Don't get a don't be a lush. But if you go beyond this limit, the spirit of deceit, what? And I'm just gonna say this. Why do you think they call um, alcohol spirits? There's a reason why they call it. It ain't just spirits for nothing. When you go past, uh, um, uh, uh, what is it? Um, bars and uh, wherever else they sell alcohol, they say wine and spirits. Why do you think they say that? Alcohol is a spirit. And Yahud is telling you the spirit of deceit lives in alcohol and it attacks your mind. So I'm gonna read it. But if you go beyond the limit of sipping or just having a little bit, because having a little bit of wine is okay. Because the grapes that they make with wine, especially red wine, there's something in the skin of the grape that is good for you. And fermented grapes is good for you. But don't overindulge because too much of anything is not good for you. So he's saying, yeah, you can sip, but don't get to the point that you inebriate because then spirits is going to take over you. That's why they call them spirits. You got to understand that a little bit was because a little bit of wine is fine. It even says that to the uh, children of Israel, drink a little bit of wine. You know, it helps your stomach because it's fermented. Fermented things help your stomach. Sauerkraut helps it, kimchi, all of those things. They ferment it. Understand and know, but too much of anything is not good for you. Too much alcohol, honey. Here comes the spirit of deceit. He's telling you it's the spirit of deceit. The most, um, Yeshua's, um, excuse me, I'm just all over the place right now. Yaku's sons was in the will of the most high. So if they telling you there are certain spirits that come with certain things, believe it. Not only are they saying it's here in the Testament of Solomon, it tells you what devils is doing what I'm telling you. I said what I said in regard to these books, they connect like puzzle pieces, trust and believe me. Okay, it ain't just these willy-nilly 66 books and this and that, because if that's the case, what happened to all the rest of the books in the 1611 Bible? Where they at? Wake up and come out of her, my children. That's what Yahshua says, who is Yahuwah. Come on out of her. Enough is enough. 
and I will quote um, Enoch, when they stop lying and burying the truth, you're going to know and you're going to rejoice. Start putting these puzzle pieces together because you need to see the whole picture, not just this one puzzle piece that you holding on to for dear life that's going to bring you to the, to the down train. Enough is enough. Let me get some water. But if you go beyond this limit, the spirit of deceit, who is in alcohol, attacks your mind. And it makes the drunkard to walk filthily and to transgress and not to be ashamed of transgression. But even to the glory of his shame and the account and he and account himself honorable. So those people who get pissy, drunk, they can't even remember half the stuff they did. They are a different person when they get drunk than they are when they sober. They are a totally different person when they drunk than when they sober. Is that not the devil? Chapter 15. He that commits fornication is not aware when he suffers loss and is not ashamed when he put to dishonor, when he is put to uh, dishonor. For even though a man be a king and commit fornication, he is stripped of his kingship by becoming a slave of fornication. What's fornication? having sex all willy-nilly not having no wife you ain't doing it with your wife you doing it with any old anybody i already told you about yahuda i already said what i said about yahuda you could tell them today when they be rapping about it you could tell who yahuda is being a mess anyway by being a slave to fornication they sing about it worship it everything as I myself also suffered, your, your progeny is suffering it too, Yahuda. For I gave my staff, that is the stay of my tribe, and my girdle, that is my power, and my diadem, that is the glory of my kingdom, to who he thought was a hoe. We should all be ashamed of that. You gave everything to the hoe that you thought was a hoe. Even though she was a child of um, Israel, you thought this heifer was a hoe and you gave her everything. This is the nonsense that the children is doing today. I'm going to keep moving because I'm mad. And indeed, I presented these things, wine and flesh, I ate not until my old age, nor did I behold any. He's, he's confessing to his children. He's confessing all the sins that he did. Joy. Nor did, I, nor did I behold any joy. He wasn't happy. He wasn't happy with his wife. He wasn't happy with his kids. He wasn't happy with his life at that point. Uh-huh. He's trying to tell you something sons of Zion and the angel of the most high showed me that forever do women bear rule 
over king and beggar alike. Yes, honey, because some women can be very mysterious and manipulative. I say they like cats or men are like dogs. Yes, honey, because that's how they are. Cats are cunning, honey. You don't know, and they stealth. Dogs is floppy and just all over the place. <laughs> they don't think twice. They just eat their own throw up. Anyway, verse six. And from the king, they take away his glory. And from the valiant man, his might. And from the beggar, even the little witch is the stay of his poverty. Chatter, take it all. Take the drawers off you. Yes, honey, that's how these cats will. Mm? With that cat. Mm? Ah, beware the cat, honey. Mm? Chapter 16. Observe, therefore, my children, the right limit in wine. Uh -huh. For there are in it four evil spirits. Listen, this he trying to tell you what's going on when you get uh inebriated. There are four evil spirits of lust in wine. That's why they call the spirits. Hot desire. Of filthy luga and prolig proliguency. If you drink wine and gladness, be ye modest with the fear of the Most High. For if in your gladness the fear of the Most High departs, then drunken drunkenness arises and shamelessness stealths in. So you already know. Uh, drink. Um, like you got some sense because too much of anything is never good but if you live soberly and not touch wine at all lest you sin in words of outrage and in fightings and in slanders and in transgressions of the commandments of the most high you already know these lushes these alcoholics how they be when they get um liquor in them you already know they transform Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know they do. Anybody who know an alcoholic, no. Okay, they turn into somebody totally different. You don't know who that person is. Alcohol, their spirits in the alcohol. Y'all gonna stop playing. Y'all gonna stop playing. Mm-hmm, this is real. This is not fake, honey. They don't call the spirits for nothing. Did anybody ever think to ask, why would they call alcohol spirits? Because there's spirits in it. Anyway. And you perish before your time. Yes, a lot of people do die before their time when you were alcoholic. Cirrhosis of the liver, all kinds of stuff happen to you. Ah, you tearing your body down to the ground with spirits. Just saying. Verse four, moreover, wine reveals the mysteries of the most high in men, even as I also revealed the commandments of the most high and the mysteries of Yaku, my father, to the Canaanite woman. So he didn't went, he didn't ran and told all the secrets to this heifer. Bashua, which the most high bade me not to reveal. So the most high told Yahoo to don't say this and don't say that. This fool turns around, gets alcoholic, pissy drunk, and starts telling her all the secrets. And she's a heathen. I told you, your Achilles heel is a hoe. Verse five. And wine is a cause both of war and confusion. Ha ha. 
chapter 17. And now I command you, my children, that means all of us, not to love money, oh my, or to gaze upon the beauty of women when they uh, manipulate you. Because for the sake of money and beauty, I was led astray to Beth Shua, the Canaanite. Now I'm going to say this. I didn't get to the money part of the devil yet. But honey, when I get to that, I'm going to knock your socks off. Because there's so many things that the Most High says about money, the love of money, the lust of money. Honey, money is going, money comes with a bunch of things. And you have to sacrifice yourself for money. That's what you got to do. Oh, you better ask those people that's in um, the arts, those actors, ask the people that's in athletics, those football players, baseball players, whoever else. Oh, they get everything they want until they turn away from it, until they try to have a little bit of um, sense, until they don't want to uh, be led by the devil no more, and then comes something else that they don't want. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. But I can't put the cart before the horse, but honey, the devil is the one who controls money. I'm going to say it again, and I, I'm going to need you to put your spiritual thinking caps on. The devil is the one who controls the money for people here on this earth. You already know the devil is the god of this earth and the prince of this air. How does he use money to control people? You already know that the devil has children. Those rich elite people, are they not wicked? Think about what they're doing. Think about how they control the world. Think about how they deceive you and put you in delusion. Child, you're not going to play with me. Yes, honey, money, money, money. And those people who want, they want to be in a different position as far as fame and, and power goes, because that's what money brings, fame and power. Or even if you don't want fame, you want power? Yes, money can get that. Nothing else could get that but money. Okay? And a whole bunch of stuff come with money. But when you turn around and don't want to be in that lavish lifestyle anymore, certain things happen to you and other people. I'm not going to go into that right now, but oh, I'm still working on it. I got to give it to you so good. That's what I'm saying. When I did that first part of the devil, I had to give it. It took a while because I had to give it to you so good. That lesson is good. That's a star lesson right there. But part two, honey, I got to give it to you. I got to hit you with it so good. You got to have to wait. Like I said, it's coming. It's coming. Verse two. For I know that because, hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. All right. For I know that because of these two things, shall my face fall into wickedness. Now, what did he say? He's going to fall into wickedness because of two things. One is money and the other one is women. Sons of Zion, I'm focusing on you. What did your ancestor Yahuda say? Your downfall is money and women. Sons of Zion, your downfall is money and women. What's happening today, especially in the United States with the children of Israel? What's happening to them? Whether you be a basketball player, a football player, a rapper, an R&B singer, whoever. What are you doing? Even in the churches, what you doing? 
you being womanizers and you being greedy pigs with money. That's what you being. What did Yahuda say? Now I command you, my children, sons of Zion, in the line of Yahuda, do not love money nor gaze upon the beauty of women because for the, state, for the sake of money and beauty, I was led astray. Ah, I know because of these two things shall my race, my line, fall into wickedness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You better catch what I'm throwing. You better catch what I'm throwing here. What did he say? My line in the sons of um of uh Yaqub, my line is going to fall because of women and money. Look at all the sons of um uh Yahuda and see what they doing, especially the ones you know that's um stars that they call those ones that everybody knows about child if they're not womanizers and greedy pigs you don't chat I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep going just know that just know it okay because the sons of Yahuda they something else uh your your father is giving you a hint and a half for your behind uh-huh 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 that's what he giving you. Uh, chapter 17, 1 and 2. For even wise men among my sons. Listen. Even wise men among my sons shall they mark and shall cause the kingdom of Yahuda to be diminished. Which the Most High gave me because of my obedience to my father. So let's let's talk about verse three of chapter 17. So in chapter one, he said women and money is a downfall. Chapter two, he said my whole line is going to be wicked because of that. Chapter, I'm oh, sorry, verse one, verse two. Verse three, he said, because he listened to his father, he was blessed. But when he didn't listen to his father, then he was cursed. Same thing going on right now today. This is why we in the position we in, children of Yahuda. I already told you, Yahuda was sent all over the five, let's say five, the four corners of the globe, all over the uh, seven continents. That's where Yahuda was in slavery. Why? Because they didn't listen. What's the biggest downfall of Yahuda? I already told you, a hoe and some cash. Okay. That's what it is. I just read it to you. I've been saying it to you. And now you know. It's written in black and white. Your great, 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 great to the nth power told you. Okay, he's telling you. Verse four. For I never caused grief to Yaakov, my father. For all things whatsoever he commanded, I did. So he listened to his father. And what is that? That's one of the laws. And it's the uh, command to listen to your mother and your father. And that's even in the law, 613. It's in both of them. And Isaac, my grandfather, the father of my father, blessed me to be the king of Yasharel. What he do? I told you the ancestors came and blessed Yahuda. Verse five again, Isaac, my father, the father of my father, blessed me 
to be the king of Yasharel. And Yaakov further blessed me in like manner. Yeah, see, they're not telling you in they're not telling you in um the regular Bible, but the book of Yashir, aka Jasa, they tell you three people put their hands over Yahuda and bless him. Okay, the ancestors bless Yahuda. He was destined to be the king. So if he's the king and you came from his loins, y'all are all princes, princesses, kings, and queens, but you damn sure ain't acting like it. You're acting like heathens. You're falling behind the devil. That's what you're doing. And the most high got something for your behind because you ain't going to bypass the most high. I already told you when you don't listen, Deuteronomy 28. And that's exactly what's happening right now. And you cannot sit up there and complain about it because you are waddling all into it up into your neck. You in poop all up into your neck because you don't listen. Enough is enough. Verse six, and I know that from me shall the kingdom be established. So what did he say? The kingdom's going to be established from him. When the end and the beginning come, who's going to be the king? Yahshua, who is in the line of Yahuda, King David. Okay. It don't say nothing about Solomon. Just King David, Yahuwah. I mean, excuse me, Yahusha. And the children of Israel going to be the, the bride. You're not going to play with that, honey. Verse 18. I'm going to keep going. And I know what evils you will do, children of Israel, in the last days. Listen. I'm going to need y'all to listen. I'm going to lead y'all to listen. Everybody listen. All ears focused on me. All ears focused on me. Because now I'm going to tell you what your great, 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 great grandfather is saying. Okay, I already told you, number one, women and money is going to be your downfall. I already told you that. That's what Yahuda said in chapter 17. Okay, and now I'm going to tell you what chapter 18 says. Now I know what evils you're going to do in the last days. Where are we now in the last days? Beware, therefore, my children, of fornication. That means having sex all up and down, willy-nilly, everywhere. Yes, I love hoes. All yes, that's you. And the love of money. And hearken to Yahuda, your father. I didn't already said what I said. The love of money and hoes. For these things withdraw you from the law of the most high. And blind the inclination of the soul. And teaches arrogance. And suffer not a man to have compassion upon his neighbor. What's happening with the children right now? Half of them don't give a damn what nobody say. They don't listen to one another. They don't love one another. They don't have compassion. Nothing. They their own worst enemy. I said this before. You under, You got to understand what your grandfather is saying to you. Verse four, they rob his soul of all goodness and oppress him with toils and troubles. And drive away sleep from him and devour his flesh. And he hinders the sacrifices of the most high. Because the most high sacrifices for you. And has for a long time. He sacrifices his patience and long suffering for you. And he remembers not the blessing of the most high. He listens not to the prophet. 
because you already know many a king has killed the prophet when he speaks because that's where um, everything is coming from. That's where everything is coming from the prophet. Now I'm going to say this and then I'm going to keep going. The Most High gives the prophets everything. Remember, the children of Israel didn't want to talk to the Most High. They didn't want to listen to the Most High. So they wanted a, um, somebody to be the intervening um, individual. And that was um, initially Moses. After that, um, who was it? It was the prophets because they didn't want to listen to Moses. It was the prophets and the priests. Okay? The prophets and the priests. And then it was many of the kings. So when the kings that the most high loved, I'll say, because he loved us all, but there's some that he is going to shine on specifically. I'm not going to say he got favors, but he's shown, he's shown on David because many of the kings was wicked. So David was also a prophet. David listened to the most high, he, but David also listened to prophets, but the most high spoke to David directly. Most high spoke to Solomon directly. There's many kings that the most high spoke to directly. Yes. Even though the children of Israel themselves said they didn't want to hear from the Most High, let him speak to somebody else and then they'll communicate it to them. That's how it was. But the Most High spoke to a lot of kings. I'm just saying the good kings, not the wicked ones. No, he ain't going to speak to you, you wicked. Not unless he say, I'm going to take your life today. Okay. So Yahuda is saying um, that his line is not going to listen to the prophets. And that's exactly what's happening today. You would rather listen to a heathen who stole your books and tell you, you somebody else and they, you, you rather listen to them instead of what the scriptures say. Yeah, you rather kill a prophet because you don't like what he said because you want your ears tickled. You don't want him to reprimand you or prick your heart. You don't want him to admonish you so you're going to kill him. That's exactly what the children of Yahoo do. They puffed up. They think they know everything. They ain't humble and they'll be quick like a flash to jump on somebody else knowing damn going well, we all the children of Israel and we can all act ugly and stupid. But for those people who choose not to do that, they don't, but for the most part, that's what the children of Yehuda do. They act like complete buttholes. Yes, they do. And that's why he said, listen, um, listen to my words. Okay. And stop letting your flesh lead you. You're not going to listen to the prophets. You're not going to be listening to nobody. You ain't going to do nothing. You're going to do what you want to do. For he is a slave to two contrary passions. And cannot obey the most high. That's what he's saying. You listening to everybody else, you ain't going to be able to listen to the most high because you can't listen to the most high and mammon. You can't serve two masters. That's what Yahud is saying. He's saying it from his own mouth. Children of mine, you cannot obey two masters. Okay? They're contrary to one another. You cannot obey the most high because you have blinded your soul and you walk in the day as if it was night mm -hmm. bumping your head because you don't want to listen chapter 19 oh i'm sorry it's still on 18 oh no we on 19 sorry um it's on this page my children the love of money oh 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 the love of money mm, this is our problem children of israel in the line of Yahuda, the mother, the love of money leads to idolatry because when led astray through money, 
men make gods those that are not gods and you already know what i mean because gods are idols so they are gods but not the most high you you're going to worship idols and you ain't going to worship the most high you're going to take your love and reverence off the most high and you're going to put it on money with dead uh gentiles on it yeah green dead gentiles and it causes him who has it to fall into madness. That means you're going to be crazy and running for it. Lustful. And when you ain't got it, you'll be doing what the Gentiles do, jumping off buildings. Uh-huh. For the sake of money, I lost my children and had not repentance and my humiliation and the prayers of my father had been accepted. I should have died, died childless. So he's saying... Since I ran after money and hoes and I was sad, broken, and dismayed, my father had to pray for me so I can get back together. So I told you there's many grandmothers, grandfathers, people in your corner, mother and fathers, praying for you, children of Yehuda. You have no idea why you still here because people are praying for you. I say this all the time. A grandmama, a auntie, a uncle, a grandfather, somebody's praying for you because this world wants you dead. Stop playing. Come out of her. Verse three, but the most high of my fathers had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance. But today people are not ignorant. They chasing that money, honey. They chasing it like they in a marathon. And the prince of deceit, which is the devil, blinded me. And I was ignorant as a man of flesh being corrupted through the sins and I learned my own weakness while thinking myself invincible that's most of the children of Israel right now today chapter 20 y'all not gonna play with Yahuda, honey Yahuda is begging y'all been begging you since before you was born been begging you because he already knew remember the Most High told all of the brothers and Yaakov what the line is going to do. That's why he said he's going to weed out the rebels. The Most High told all of them the end from the beginning. You think they don't know? That's why they was lamenting and all of that. The prophets, everybody knew that we was going to be a bunch of buttholes and it's only going to be a remnant. Everybody knows this. This is not new. The only ones who don't know and they still walking like lunkheads is the children of um, Israel in the line of Yahuda? Verse 20. Know therefore, my children, that two spirits wait upon you, the spirit of truth and the spirit of deceit. That's the truth. There's two spirits that walk with you. And that's also in the um, Shepherd of Hermas, another book. And in the midst of the spirit, of understanding of the mind to which it belongs to turn whither so it will. So if you, if you, if your heart is wicked, you're going to walk wickedly. If your heart is um, righteous, you're going to walk in a righteous path. There it is. And the works of truth and the works of deceit were written upon the hearts of men and each one of them, the most high knows. Child, this stuff is deep verse 4 and there is no time at which the works of men could be hid I already told you the most high who is the father of lights is watching everything you do just sitting there watching I already told you we like ants in the ant farm he's just looking at the nonsense you do and be like 
Yeah, I'm going to get him on um, January 12th, 2025. Yeah, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him. Let him keep acting like a fool, child. I'm going to let the devil get him. I'm just going to take his soul. It is what it is. Like I said, and there's no um, no time which the most high uh, can't see the work of men. For on the heart itself have they been written down before the most high. So the most high, remember, he said, before you came about, I knew you. I knew everything you was going to do, and I still let you come. Make a fool of yourself. That's just exactly what you're doing. And the spirit of truth testifies all things. Who's the spirit of truth? The Ruach. Uh-huh. Oh, you think they don't see what you're doing? It testifies all things and accuses all. And the sinner is burnt up by his own heart. His heart is burnt and cannot rise his face to the judge who is the most high. Just like it says in um in the book of um Barak, you doing all kinds of stuff and think you're getting away with it, knowing damn well you gotta die. That's in the book of Barak. The most high said, Oh, these heathens is doing all kinds of stuff, knowing damn going well they gotta die. You're doing everything you need to do. You can't be deaf, and but deaf is gonna bring you right to me because that's one of my workers. I already told you everybody and everything got a job. Oh, yeah, death is going to bring you right to the throne of the Most High and he going to get you. Oh, yes, honey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to tell you this. This is a part of the reason when the Most High deals with you that you're going to be at peace. Because no matter what somebody does, especially wicked, it will not be overlooked. Now, here on earth for the children of Israel, everything's overlooked. Somebody could kill you and get off. Somebody could maim you, shoot up a, 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 a convenience store with all of us in it and all kinds of stuff. And you may get off or get a year or two years or maybe probation, but the most high is not letting nothing go. Nothing. And that's what I love. And that's what you're going to be. And once you work, um, walk with the most high and be in his peace, that's what you're going to understand. That's what's going to be on your heart. No matter what anybody does, the most high got this on lock. That's number one. He ain't letting nothing go. I don't care whether you don't get justice here. You will get justice. And you need to be at peace knowing and understanding that. And another thing too, don't be misled. Talk about, oh yeah, if he hit me on one cheek, I'm going to turn another. That's religion. Number one. Number two, Shaul's not talking to you. I already told you the rest of the children um, who were the apostles went to the Lord's sheep. Shaul went to the Gentiles. So he's not talking to the Lord's sheep. The only reason why he's, um, the only book he's talking to the Lord's sheep is, is Hebrews. He ain't talking to the Lord's sheep all over, all over. Now there's sprinkles of people all over where he went, but the bulk of the people who was the Lord's sheep, Yeshua sent all the rest of them. So stop playing. Once you start understanding how these scriptures work, because they've been manipulated, then you'll know. All this turn the left cheek, turn the right cheek, that don't even pertain to you, children of Israel. That don't pertain to you. Shaul is saying that to the other people. He ain't saying it to you. Understand that. Go. You better go to the book of Acts and start learning where, uh, who's saying what to who. Stop the nonsense. Back to what I was saying. Chapter 21. And now, my children, I command you, love Levi, who's the priest, the line of the priest, that they may abide and exhaust, exalt, not yourselves against him, lest ye be utterly destroyed. And I'm going to say this. 
Yahud is telling his progeny, don't fight against your brethren, which we doing. That's all we do. We fight against one another. We listen to everybody else. We don't listen to one another who we are all articulated into one body. But we don't listen to one another. We keep listening to outside sources. I already told you, come out of her. The devil's not your friend. He's not your friend. He don't like you. So I don't know why you listening to him. I don't know why you trust him. I don't know why you ask for advice from him. None of that. We fight one another. We against one another. When um, uh, uh, the line of Levi is supposed to be praying for all of us. I tell you, you can't walk around here without being blessed and be prayed for because it's too much sin down here. It's too much. And somebody who's spiritual and has faith enough to bless you in their um in their blessings and in their prayers that's how you stay where you are because everything's against you this is scriptures everything is against the children of israel nobody and nothing likes them not no demons not the ch uh the children of the devil nobody likes them nobody this is scriptural okay verse two for to me the most high gave the kingdom so the children of uh, Yahuda, they got the kingdom. The children of Yahuda got the kingdom. Okay. For the most high gave me the kingdom. And to him, who was Levi, the priesthood. And he set the kingdom beneath the priesthood. So who is Yahshua? Ah, ha, ha. Three and four. Verse three, to me, he gave the things upon the earth. To Levi, he gave the things in the heavens. Yahshua. Okay, Yahshua came from the priests and the kings. As the heaven is higher than the earth, so is the priesthood of the most high, higher than the earthly kingdom, unless it falls away through sin from the most high and is dominated by earthly kingdoms. What? Turn away from sin. For the angel of the Most High said unto me, the Most High chose him rather than you to draw near to him and to eat from his table and offer him the first fruits of the choicest things of the sons of Yasharel. And we are the first fruits of the most high. That's what we are. We the first fruits that's connected to the vine that is rooted in the most high. I'm going to say it again. We the first fruits that's connected to the vine that is Yeshua that is rooted in the most high. Praise him. Hallelujah. But thou shall be king of Yaakov. This is the children. And thou shalt be among them as the sea. For as on the sea, just the unjust and unjust are tossed about. And I'm going to explain to you what this means. Some taken into captivity and some are enriched. So also every race of men be in thee. Some shall be impoverished being taken captive and others shall grow rich by plundering the possessions of others. Now, I'm going to say this. This is very controversial, but it's true. Many of the children of Israel went into captivity. Many. We already know that. Um, in Yahuda's line, Yahuda is 
the one that went into captivity. Now, there was some other ones. Uh, I think it was a piece of Benjamin too. I can't remember right now, but I'm focused on um, Yahuda. Yahuda went into captivity for several reasons. But Yahuda, excuse me, before Yahuda, before they went into captivity and did anything, the Most High told them to end from the beginning. And they all wrote letters to all their lines. In regards to Yahuda, Yahuda is telling his progeny, some of y'all are going to be rich. Some of y'all ain't going to go into um, captivity and you're going to be rich, but you're going to be scamming. You're going to be flim flamming. You're going to be um, going against your brethren. Okay. And that is chapter 21, verse six. So he's saying some of y'all ain't going to go into captivity and y'all going to be flim flamming and scamming. Y'all going to be rich, but y'all going to be flim flamming and scamming. You ain't going to be, um, um, uh, rocking with your brother okay and y'all are going to try to put each other down in this line so i'm gonna read it again so that you understand verse 6 of 21 and you shall be among them as the sea meaning multitudes because sea means multitudes in every um prophet's um uh i was i was gonna say dream but his um prophecy um, the sea is multitudes of people. So it says, and you shall be among them, other people, other nations as the sea for as on the sea, just and unjust are tossed about. Okay. Anybody's tossed about in the sea. Remember I told you we all on the same water, different boats. Some of Yahuda is going to be taken into captivity while some of Yahuda is going to be enriched, meaning they're going to have, they're going to be blessed with land. They're going to be blessed with talents that they're going to use and they're going to get rich. So also shall every race of men be in thee. Uh-huh. Mixed and mingles. Some shall be impoverished. Some of the uh, Yahuda is going to be impoverished. They didn't go into captivity, but some of them going to be poor. Being taken captive. Oh, okay. Well, some of them going to be taken captive. And others grow rich by plundering the possession of others. Think about who does this now today. I already told you most of the um, children of Israel is in Africa today. Who's doing this? Who's doing it? For the kings shall be as sea monsters. They shall swallow men like fishes. The sons and daughters of free men. Listen, the sons and daughters of free men shall be enslaved. Houses, lands, flocks, money shall they plunder. You can talk about this in the United States too, because there were some people that was freedmen and they bought slaves. Whether it was, uh, sometimes it was their family members that they bought. Okay. And sometimes it wasn't their family members that they was born, but they got rich somehow and they had slaves too. Just saying what's going, what went on in the United States. I don't know what went on somewhere else. Okay. So that was seven. Money shall they plunder, eight. And with the flesh of many shall they wrongly feed the ravens and the cranes and they shall advance in evil in covetedness uplifted. So many... Yahuda's line, children of Israel throughout the ages, meaning history, world history, check Maccabees 1, 2, 3, and 4. 
they went against. They went against their own brethren. Yes, they did. This is why we in the position we in. Many of the children of Israel went against their own brethren. And this is why all the curses is running after us. Uh-huh. That's what he's saying. And I, for verse eight, my bridge would be first Mac, um, first Maccabees. I know I never spoke about Maccabees, but honey, we will, we will, because that Maccabees is the th third world rulers came and ruled over uh, the children of Israel, just like in the book of Daniel. Maccabees will go with that that'll be bridge because the book of Daniel the most high is telling Daniel about all the four uh world rulers that's gonna um put the children of Israel into slavery and the third well you already know the first one was Babylon the second one um is the uh Medes and the Persians together and then the third one is um um uh, damn it what is it Greece and the fourth world rulers, which is still standing today, is Rome, meaning Europe. So, yeah, honey, Yahuda is socking it to you, telling you exactly what's going to happen. And Maccabees is what happened when Greece and Rome came into play with the children of Israel. Honey, all kinds of stuff goes down. So, I'm telling you the bridges that go with this book. You're not going to play with me, baby. Okay, so I'm going to read eight again. And with uh, the flesh of many shall they wrongly feed the ravens and the cranes. Now I'm going to say this. I'm going to also bridge this book with the book of Enoch. Because it also talks about the beasts that feed on the children of Israel. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, there is some supreme prophecies that's going to come true. Honey, they're going to come down like a heavy monsoon on these heathens. Oh, that's why uh, the children of Israel, once they wake up, they're going to be at peace. Just like um, Enoch said, just be at peace, honey, because it all got to play out. Yeah, your spirit going to be tingling like a, a spidey sense too, honey. Just like mine is tingling. Verse 9. And there shall be false prop prophets like Tempest, and they shall persecute all righteous men. Skin of that. Persecuting all righteous men. We will be coming down to that. Because I didn't already told you there will be a time when you ain't going to be able to consult with the Bible. You better do your walk now. The Most High says this several times. Find me where you can. Because there's going to be a time you ain't going to be able to, honey. It's going to be lies, so much lies. The minute you think about talking about Yahshua, God, or whoever it is that you call, honey, you're going to be persecuted. Oh, yes. What did um, Yahuda say? And they shall persecute all the righteous men. How many? All. Okay. Stop playing. Because they ain't going to like anything they say. They ain't going to like nothing they believe or follow. And they are going to try to destroy you. There's many books. Many, 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 many that go with that. Okay. Now I'm on chapter 22. I know it took a long time, but honey, I got to break it down. I got to give it to you. Hold on. I'm looking at the time. I don't even know how long I've been on here. Two hours, three hours. I don't know. 
but I'm almost finished. I just got to give it to you, honey. I got to give it to you. All right. Chapter 22. We don't got that much more to go. I just have to tell you. And the Most High shall bring upon them divisions one against the other. And there shall be continually wars in Israel. Listen, my loves, listen. And among men of another race shall my kingdom be brought to an end. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you ain't never lied, prophecy, because you straight from the most high's mouth. It's you. Hallelujah. I'm going to read it again. Chapter 22, verse 1. And the Most High shall bring upon the divisions one against the other, and there shall be continually wars in Israel. <laughs> and among men from another race shall my kingdom be brought to an end until the salvation of Yasharel shall come. Who is Yeshua? Until the appearing of the Most High of Righteousness, that Yaakov and all the Gentiles may rest in peace. That didn't come yet. Now, Yahshua came down here the first time, but uh, Yahuda's not talking about that. He's talking about the final time. And he shall guard the might of my kingdom forever. For the Most High swore to me with an oath that he would not destroy the kingdom from my seed forever. So the children of Israel in the line of Yahuda will not be utterly destroyed. Even when he took the kingdom away, he said, I'm not going to take it away from um, David because I promised David. That's why there was two kingdoms. Okay. You, um, the Most High is not going to get rid of all of Yahuda, but he will be weeding them out, honey, because I already told you what they do. Love a money and love a tail. Mm -hmm. And thrown in with a little bit of alcohol. Verse 20, um, chapter 23. Now I have much grief, my children, because of your lewdness and your witchcrafts and your idolatry which you shall practice against the kingdom. Uh -huh. This is why we in the position we are. Think about all the things that the children of Israel is doing. Children of Israel, I'm talking about you. Think about all the stuff you're doing. You glorifying violence, you glorifying drugs, you glorifying having um, sex out of wedlock, you glorifying whatever, what that mouth do, what them legs do. You doing too much. You doing too much. That's what you doing. And the Most High is not playing with you. This is why somebody could just destroy you in any kind of way and nobody say nothing. There won't be a fight because that's the Most High doing that. Enough with you. Off with your head. You got to understand the magnitude of this thing. This is not a game. I don't care how many people don't believe it. You could believe whatever you want to believe. You could believe in a crow, a, a Buddha, a, a, a whoever that never came to life. It was never breathing here on this earth. You can believe anything you want, but you got to die. Nobody could stop that. And the only one who came, I ain't going to say, I ain't going to say that. 
because I was going to say the only one who came back to life to tell you would be Yahshua. But as a matter of fact, Yahshua brought several people back to life. Some of them he shut up. So they, they couldn't talk. They just wrote stuff down. But trust and believe Yahshua can bring stuff um, people back to life. And he has. Okay. Lazarus and so many others. He has. So that's the only one who could do it. Okay. And remember, Yahshua is Yahuwah in the flesh. Y'all not going to play with me. I'm going to keep moving because now I'm just getting pissed. All right. Like I said, um, Yahuda said he has much grief because of your lewdness, your shamefulness. That's what it is. Your witchcrafts, because that's what you're doing. And you idolizing this stuff just like the other nations. You're going to go down to the down train right with the, as a matter of fact, you're going to be first in a first class seat because you know, you should know better. Okay. You being idolatrous uh, and you practicing all kinds of lewd behavior like the heathens. You can't get away with this stuff because you wasn't meant to do it. The first thing these heifers say, well, if Kim, Kim Kardashian could do it, I could do it. No, because she's going to the south side in the long platform, going to the uh, to the train to hell. That wasn't meant for you. You was meant to go to the north side and go up train. You wasn't meant to go down train. Remember, this is the devil's world. And everybody who could get away with everything is, is a spawn of Esau. You wasn't meant to do that. Okay, so all this stuff, you asking all these dumb ass questions. Yes, when I say dumb ass, you being an ignorant donkey. You asking all these questions and you know better. I got to get on you. You can't do what everybody else does because this ain't your world. You need to fall back, turn from your wicked ways and change your mind. Because this is not your time. The Most High says this. Your time is later. And it's going to be eternity. You're going to risk your life for 60 or 70 years. And then this is going to be it for you. You got to understand the magnitude of this situation. Understand. Because the reason why people ain't getting it is because they don't even believe themselves to be much more than a flesh bag. You need to change your mind, people. We got to get through this hell to get to the heavens. You have to, because all have sinned. I already did this lesson. Adam gave his power away in the beginning. All kinds of crap came into this world and sin is abounding everywhere. The devil controls this here. The most high got to get rid of all of this. The end in the beginning is at the same time. I ain't going to keep saying it. Like I said, you got uh, Yahoo to say as much grief. You're doing all kinds of stuff. Okay, you following uh, familiar spirits, diviners, um, demons, and the spirit of error. Is that not uh, against the law? That's against the law. That's what you're doing. Remember, when you um, break the law, you are inviting sin. You are choosing sin and everything that comes with it. Remember uh, the wicked king and the wicked priest. When the Most High told that, I'm sorry, the wicked king and the wicked prophet, when that king wanted um, the prophet uh, to curse the children of Israel, the prophet said, I couldn't if I wanted to. I couldn't because the Most High said they blessed. He said it seven times. They blessed, they blessed, or five, either five or seven. might have been three. 
anyway, he said it several times. I'll say several because I can't remember exactly. But several does not mean seven. It just means multiple. Um, He said it several times. They blessed. They blessed. But I do know a way that they can get cursed. They have to curse themselves. So they threw temptation in there. That's exactly what's happening today. Uh, Yahuda is telling his children, you're following temptation and you're letting your belly lead you to hell. That's what he's saying to you. This is all the woes that he's telling his children. He didn't throw up roadblocks, yellow and black tape, caution, please don't go here. X marks the spot, skull and crossbones. He's saying everything. Don't go this way. Uh-huh, but we still doing it. Verse two, you shall make your daughters singing girls and hoes. Uh-huh, that's what he said. He said harlots. You already know a harlot is a hoe. I'm going to say it in regular language. You going to make your daughters singing girls and hoes mm -hmm. and you shall mingle in the abominations of the heathen this is what yahuda um, is saying so so far yahuda told you about himself he told you how he sinned he's telling you please don't do this and he's gonna he's telling you now what's gonna happen in the, in the end times we in the end times right now this is why i'm telling my brethren this is why my spirit is tingling like never before and it's making me very uneasy. I don't know what's happening. Just like I told you before, when I first started getting messages from the Most High and I started getting all these numbers and I'm not a number person, I started finding out exactly why. I know why and maybe I'll tell you one of these days, but I ain't gonna tell you now. But when my spirit starts doing stuff, I don't know what to feel. I don't know what to feel. And right now, I feel like something is going to happen. That's why I have to help drive the message home to turn from your wicked ways and change your mind, Yahuda. I have to. I just, I don't know what I'm feeling. It's a lot of stuff happening. It's not stress. It's not none of that. It's just an uneasiness about something happening. It just feels, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. It's a very, it's an uneasiness and it's not for nothing in particular. It just feels weird. I don't know what it feels like. I can't even explain it to you. I just know it concerns us. I know it concerns us and it just doesn't feel good. This is why, I mean, I, like I said before, I'm going to keep reading, but like I said before, I got so many lessons that I could tell you so many. So many that have been on my heart, and I'm telling you, it's, it's so much paper here. If you can see my office, it's paper everywhere with lessons, lessons, lessons on it. So it's not a shortage of lessons. But when the Most High is dealing with me through the Ruach, I could write a lesson in a minute, a whole lesson in a minute. But something is happening. Something is happening, and I don't know what it is. And for the last couple of weeks, what was put on my heart is Yahuda. Yahuda. And as much as I wanted to write something else and do something else, Yahuda. And that's what it is. And it just feels like I have to talk to my brethren. And that's what it feels like. And that's the only reason why I'm doing this or else I would do a totally different lesson. This was on my heart for a couple of weeks. It was because it's just, I don't know how, I don't know. I just got this feeling so I got to keep going. Like I said, we were on verse 23 and now I'm on, uh, this is the, the warning 
for the end times. For Yahuda. Okay, so he's saying that you're going to make your daughters whores. And they're going to be mingling in the abominations of the Gentiles. What are they doing today? What is that trap music? Why are these girls fighting uh, each other? And every it's, it's just so much. So, like I said, the uh, line of Yahuda going to make your daughters hoes and they're going to be mingling in the abominations of the Gentiles. Uh-huh. Why can't I be like the Kardashian? Anyway. For which things sake, the Most High shall bring upon you famine and pestilence and death and the sword. Uh-huh beleaguering by enemies and rivalings of friends, the slaughter of children, the rape of wives, the plundering of possessions, the burning of the temple of the most high, the laying waste of the land, the enslavement of yourselves among the Gentiles. Now I'm gonna say this. This is Yahuda telling you exactly what's going to happen which that part did and which will continue to happen until the end so he already said that you're gonna go into slavery the gentiles slash heathens is gonna get you they're gonna be plundering your goods they're gonna be raping your wives they're gonna burn down the land uh-huh did it say you're gonna go back no, the children of Israel is not in Israel. Only a sprinkle of them out. But what's happening over there? War. Most high who is Yeshua in the flesh said, ain't going to be no war no more when the children get over there. Who's supposed to bring the children there? Yeshua. Do you see Yeshua bringing anybody over there that's war right now anywhere? Y'all going to stop playing with the most high. And you're going to stop playing with Yahuda. So he's saying all kinds of stuff is going to happen to you. You gonna Your daughter's going to be hoes. You're going to be mixing with the heathens. You're going to have famine, pestilence, death. You're going to be killed with the sword and bullets. You're going to be, uh, be lingering with by enemies and rivaling of friends. Your children's going to be slaughtered. Your wives going to be raped. Your land's going to be plundered of your possession. They're going to burn down the temple of the Most High, which they did. Check out uh, the book of Barak and... Um, uh, Jeremiah, uh, Israel, etc. Uh, they're going to be laying waste your land. That means they're going to tread down your land. What are they doing? What are they doing? So is the children of Israel there? There's, two, there's the difference between Jews and the children of Israel. The children of Israel belong there. But they ain't going to be there right now because the Most High got to cleanse it. And it will be. You're not going to play with the most high. Let these words come into your heart and your spirit and comprehend them. Don't just let it go one ear and out the other. I understand that you have your eyes got to be um, open and your ears got to be open for you to receive this information. But allow this information to linger in you and understand what it means. Straight up and down, black and white thousand a year old um, manuscript this is thousands of years old this manuscript this say this just didn't come um in 2023 
Okay. Or the 1800s or the 1500s. And this is a thousand year old, thousand plus year old manuscript. Understand that from Genesis. Verse four, and they shall make some of you eunuchs for their wives. Cut off your penis. Now I'm going to say this. In the history of the um, the enslaved peoples that went to the United States, what is something that many men back then and still now, uh, they are engulfed by a man, by a child of Israel who was a man, his private parts. They are enamored by it. They are mesmerized. And I'll just say black, just for those people who don't know better. A black man's penis. They are mesmerized by it. Mesmerized. Even in slavery, that's what they used to do. Always cutting off the penis. Why? Did it ever bother you? It's always a penis, a penis, a penis. I'm going to tell you this. What is that? Um, there's a... Um, Gosh, he's really smart too. Um, he's a child of Israel, melanated man, and he is uh he deals with astronomy and physics and all I forgot his name. But he said himself that um, I want to say in the Smithsonian or some institute or museum, they have the head and the brain of somebody who they consider smart. I want to say. Einstein do they have Einstein's brain they have somebody's brain but they have a black man's penis in the institute why why are the gentiles so enamored with a melanated man's member I'm try saying that five times why and I'm gonna say it again they will make some of you eunuchs what is a eunuch when they cut your penis off I already told you the Gentiles is mesmerized by a black man's penis. They mesmerized by it. This is what's going to put you in a snare and a trap. They mesmerized by it. Oh my gosh, they mesmerized by it. Okay. And I don't have to prove anything. You know, verse five, until the most high visits you, when the perfect heart when with the perfect heart, you will repent and walk in all his commandments and he will bring you up from captivity from the Gentile. I'm going to say this, verse 23, two and three is five and five. Now I already told you about numbers. We shouldn't be concerned with numbers because the most high gives us the word. A lot of people try to connect numbers and do all of this stuff and they deal with numbers but the most high deals with words because in the beginning was the word and the word was with the most high and the word was the most high did it say in the beginning was the numbers and the numbers was the most high and okay i'm not saying that numbers don't mean nothing they do but you shouldn't be dabbling in them because numbers come with stars and stars and numbers and all of this stuff is um dealing with um what is it? Um, Zodiacs and all this other stuff. That's um, a part of um, the stuff that the Most High don't want you to deal with. And that's why I told you I got alarmed when numbers start pumping in my head for things. And, and the Most High uh, had to let me know 
it's it, there's a reason there's a reason because number one i'm not a numbers person number two when numbers is popping popping in my head and connecting 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 like a computer i'm now i'm i'm concerned because i was never a numbers person okay i'm a literature person not a numbers person my husband's a numbers person and then i was telling him i was like i keep um these numbers are popping in my head they popping in my head something's happening i was concerned and to the most high let me know don't be concerned. And now I understand why certain numbers come into my head because there's mysteries of the most high. And that's how I was able to understand the mysteries by these numbers. But anyway, just because there's numbers, um, the most high don't want you to rely on numbers. There's there's um, things that have to do with numbers, but if you're not advanced, you could fall into something else. And I'm not just talking gibberish. Numbers do mean something, but they don't, you got to be careful with them and they don't always go with the most high. So words go with the most high because he was the word. And that's how powerful words are. And I'm not saying numbers ain't powerful, but you shouldn't be dabbling in them. And numbers come with witchcraft. So um, you got to understand that. But five is a special number. I just say that to say, be careful with numbers, but five is spe special. So we on chapter 23, which is five, two and three is five. And verse five says that the most high is going to visit the children of Israel. Okay. Along with Jehud, Jehuda, Yahuda, when the perfect heart, you will repent and walk in all the most high's commandments and Yeshua will bring you up from captivity among the uh, the Gentiles. Now that did not happen yet. That did not happen yet. And you could tell that Yeshua is saying this. And I, I can't tell you how, because I already told you the Bible's numbers. But Yeshua is saying this. Yeshua is saying he's going to bring us up from the Gentile, from among the Gentiles. And that is actually a uh, prophecy it's several prophecies from several people saying the same thing mm -hmm. so now i'm on verse 24 so i just say that to say the people who, the children of israel is not in israel a bulk of them is not it's a sprinkle mm -hmm. a couple of little sprinkles of pepper that's it I'm just saying the children of Israel for the most part is not in Israel because the most high is going to bring the children to their land. This is a scripture. I already told you, Yahuda just said it here. Uh, prophecy says it. So many prophets, uh, revelations say it. I mean, everything says it. Now I'm over uh, chapter 24. And after these things shall a star arise to you from Yaakov in peace. And a man shall arise. We talk about of Yahusha. And a man shall arise from my seed. He's in the line of, of the kings. I already told you, Yahusha's in the line of the kings and the priests. And a man shall arise from my seed like the son of righteousness, walking with the sons of men in meekness and righteousness. That's Yahusha. And no sin shall be found in him. What? No sin? Mm-hmm. And the heavens shall be opened unto him to pour out the spirit, even the blessing of the Holy Father. 
and he shall pour out the spirit of grace upon you, Yahuda, and you shall be unto him sons in truth, and you shall walk in his commandments. You see, they never went away. First and last. Uh-huh. This branch of the Most High and his fountain giving life unto all. He's talking to the seed of Yahuda. Then shall the scepter of my kingdom shine forth and from your root, from your root shall arise a stem. And from it shall grow a rod of righteousness to the Gentiles, who is Yeshua, to judge and to save all that call upon the Most High. This is um, Yahuda in Genesis talking about these days. You're not going to play with the Most High. Verse 25. And after these things shall Abraham and Isaac and Yaakov arise into life. So they're going to be resurrected. And I and my brethren shall be chiefs of the tribes of Yasharel, Levi first, me second. Yahud uh, is going to be second. Joseph is going to be third, who is Joseph. Benjamin fourth, Simeon fifth, Issachar sixth, and so all in order. And the most high blessed Levi and the angel of the presence, me, the powers of glory. This is what they're getting. Simeon, the heavens, Reuben, the earth, Issachar, the sea, Zebulun, the mountains, Yosef, the tabernacle, Benjamin, the ministries, Dan, Eden, Naphtali, the sun, and Gad is going to get the moon. Yes, and it says Asher. And ye shall be the people of the Most High. Did he say what you did he say the heathens? No, he said you. This is another, there's another, I told you, there's so many good things in here. He said, you're going to be the children of the Most High. Nowhere, anywhere does it say that the heathens is going to be with the Most High. They're going to burn. I already told you, there's three types of people. The children of the Most High, the Gentiles, and the heathens. Wheat and chaff. And we don't know whether the Gentiles is going to be wheat or chaff because they wild cards. If they walk in the will of the Most High, if they follow um, the word of the Most High, if they um, don't uh, try to destroy the children directly or indirectly, then the Most High will choose them. Uh-huh. But if they don't and they allow certain things to happen to the Most High, because the Most High said, anybody who gets my children, I'm getting them. Okay. You brought my children into slavery. I'm putting you into slavery. You're not going to. The most high's word will not fall down void. It refuses to fall down void. Can nobody make it fall down void? Most high said an eye for an eye. He also said sowing and reaping. Which you sow, you going to reap. It's the same thing. One is in the Old Testament, one's in the New. Back to what I was saying. And you're going to be the people, you're going to be the children of the most high. He ain't said nobody else was. That second flock, 
they're going to be the servants. I said what I said. It's in the scriptures. Okay. I'm quoting scriptures. Okay. Now, if you need me to bring receipts, I can definitely do that. But I'm reading straight from the scriptures. Okay. I'm not making nothing up. I ain't writing nothing out. I just said my spiel before I start reading the Testament of Yahuda, which is scripture. So you're going to be the children of the most high and you're going to have one tongue articulating uh bride of the most high. Mm -hmm. And there shall be there one spirit of deceit of Malaya, for he shall be cast into the fire forever. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There shall be no spirit. Let me read it again. And you're going to have one tongue, children, because you're going to be the children of the most high. You're going to have one tongue. That means you're going everybody going to be loving one another and become one as the bride. And they're going to articulate like they're supposed to. And there will be no spirit of deceit of Belial. So the devil's not going to be there for he shall be cast into the fire forever. That didn't happen yet. He's still roaming around here like a lion because he know his time is short. Verse four, and they who have died in grief, the slaves and the ones who was put to death shall rise in joy. And they who were poor for the most high sake shall be made rich. And they who were put to death for the most high sake, okay, they're getting after you because you my namesake, I read that last week, shall be awakened to life. I already told you the end in the beginning, same place. Verse five, and the hearts of Yaakov shall run in joyfulness and the eagles of Yasharel shall fly in gladness and all the people shall glorify the most high forever. Uh-huh, that's when it's Yaku's time. I already told you, the end and the beginning is the same time. The end is Esau. The beginning is Yaakov. This is Esau's work. I'm going to keep going. Chapter 26. This is the last one. Observe, therefore, my children. That means listen, scrutinize, look at what I said, be in my will, turn from your wicked ways, change your mind. He's saying all kinds of things. Observe, therefore, my children, all the law of the Most High, for there is hope for all of them who hold fast unto his ways. Walking the way of the Most High, not of the way of this world. And he said to them, behold, this is um, Yahuda telling his direct children. He said to him, behold, I die before your eyes this day, 119 years old. That's when he died. Let no man bury me in costly apparel, nor tear open my bowels, because that's not what's supposed to happen. For this shall be, excuse me, for this shall they who are kings do, and carry me up to Hebron with you. And Yahuda, when he had said these things, fell asleep, and his sons did according to all whatsoever he commanded them, and they buried him in Hebron with his fathers. Now, that's the whole thing. I'm going to say this. This is a hint and a half to the children of Yahuda who live in the United States and every country that they brought people in bondage to. Because you a child of Yahuda. This goes to you. He pinpointed how you act 
He pinpointed what you will continue to do. He pinpointed why you should stop the nonsense. And he's telling you to turn away from the wickedness and the lewdness and change your mind. If that ain't a hint and a half to the children of Israel, I don't know what is. Now I'm going to read this before I let it let go of this lesson. This is from Uncle Dan, the seventh brother. <laughs> this is from Uncle Dan. And I'm going to say this. The children of Israel, all seven, oh, seven, all 12 brothers had contention. All of them. When all this stuff fell out, they had contention. And it was some brothers uh, that was doing the most. So I'm going to read Uncle Dan, which is the seventh brother. And he says this. I, remember, I already told you, um, the Testament of Yahudah had more in it, 26 chapters, than any of them. Some of them had 12 chapters. Some of them had 14. Some had 18. I think even one had 20. None of them had 26 none of them that's how important this is you need to understand that okay i'm gonna read this hold on i'm gonna read um chapter five and I'm going to read a piece of chapter six. And then I'm going to sign off. This is of Dan, the seventh brother. And it says this, I'm on chapter five of Dan, Uncle Dan. Observe, therefore, my children, the commandments of the Most High and keep his law. Depart from wrath and hate lying. This is his. He's talking about his his line, the seventh line. He's talking about his progeny, but it has something to do with Yahuda. So that's why I'm reading it. It has something to do with Levi, too. But since I'm in the uh, line of Yahuda, I need you to understand. The Most High may dwell among you. Um, hate lying so that the most high may dwell among you and Belia, who's the devil, it means wickedness, may flee from you. Speak truth, each one with his neighbor. So shall ye not fall into the wrath and confusion, but ye shall be in peace, having the most high of peace. So shall no war prevail over you. Love the most high through all your life and one and one another with a true heart. I know that in the last days you shall depart from the most high and you shall provoke Levi to anger. You know, that's the um, that's the um, the line that prays, that's the line that the most high says is his and fight against Yahuda. So Dan is fighting against Yahuda. So he's ang Dan's line is angry at, Levi's line and he's fighting against Yahuda's line. Why is this important? During slavery, some of our own brethren gave us away. Yeah. Okay. Some people just think uh, just the Gentiles and the heathens. Oh no, they just kept, they just took us. Uh-uh. 
Some of our own brethren gave us away. It says that in Yahuda too, about them being sea monsters. They're going to be giving um, their brethren away. Uh-huh. So Dan is saying, don't be angry at Levi and stop fighting against Judah. Hold on. But ye shall not prevail against them. For an angel of the Most High shall guide both Judah and Levi. I told you we protected by the angels. For by them shall Yasharel stand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. By Levi and Yahuda. That's where Yahshua came from. I told you four and three is seven. Stop playing. Mm. And whensoever you depart from the Most High, you shall walk in all evil and work all abominations of the Gentiles slash heathens. That's what you're going to do. What did I tell you about? You listen to the devils. Child, you listening to the devils. This is the warning. You're going to go whoring after women. Uh-huh. Of the lawless devils, mm -hmm, which is the Gentiles. While with all wickedness and spirits, of wickedness work in you for I have read the book of Enoch the righteousness that your prince of Satan excuse me that your prince is Satan and that all the spirits of wickedness and pride will conspire to attend constantly on the sons of Levi to cause them to sin before the most high <laughs> I told you everything's against you devil don't like you he don't like his own kids for my sons will draw near to levi and sin with them in all things and the sons of yahuda will be covetous you already know they a mess plundering other men's goods like lions therefore shall you be led away with them into captivity so what some of them was uh led into captivity too and there ye shall receive all the plagues of Egypt and all the devils of the Gentiles. And so when you return to the Most High, you shall obtain, obtain mercy and he shall bring you into his sanctuary and he shall give you peace. And there shall arise unto you from the tribe of Yehuda and of Levi, the salvation of the Most High. So what? What did Uncle Dan say? In the later days, Yahuda and Levi is going to bring forth a king and a priest who is Yahshua. Ah? Mm. Yes, honey. And he shall make war against the devil. Is that not prophecy? That didn't come yet. That didn't come yet. That didn't come yet. I told you. And execute an everlasting vengeance on our enemies. What? You're not going to play with the most high, baby. Your ancestors is telling you this. Verse 11. And the captivity... Shall he take from Beliah the souls of the saints and turn disobedient hearts unto the Most High and give to them that call upon him eternal peace? Verse 12. And the saints shall rest in Eden 
and the new Jerusalem shall the righteous rejoice. There ain't going to be that one that's being trotted down now. Got to be clean and cleansed. And it shall be unto the glory of the most high forever. And no longer shall Jerusalem endure desolation, nor Israel be led captive. Oh. Stop playing. Only the children of Israel can tell you they've been in captivity. Nobody else could say that. For the most high shall be in the midst of it, living amongst the children. And the Holy One of Yasharel shall reign over it in humility and in, it says poverty, but it's not poverty, it's piety. And he who believed on the Most High shall reign amongst men in truth. That's uh, chapter five. Now I'm gonna read chapter six. I told you, chapter six, number one. And now fear the Most High, my children. This is Uncle Dan telling his kids, Stop trying to disrespect Yahuda and Levi. Stop trying it. This is why you going in captivity, some of y'all too. Uh-huh. Some of our own people gave us away. And that's just truth, people. It's just truth. You got to know. And now fear the most high, my children, and beware of Satan and his spirits. Draw near unto the most high and unto the angel that intercedes for you. For he is the mediator between the most high and men. And for the peace of Yasharel, he shall stand up against the kingdom of the enemy. That's the devil. Yes, honey, wars being raged. We can't even see it. Therefore, this enemy eager to destroy all that call upon the most high. For he knows that upon the day, listen, upon the day that Israel repents, the kingdom of the enemy shall be brought to an end. Say what? Bomb drop, mic drop, all of that. What did Uncle Dan say? The devil knows that upon the day the children of Israel turn from their wicked ways and repent, his kingdom going to be brought to an end. That's why the devil gets in there. He infiltrates, he separates, he annihilates. He's like a, a, a virus. You're not going to play with me and you're not going to play with the most high. We're not going to play these games. I'm going to read what Uncle Dan say one more again. Okay. I get excited, honey. Oh, verse four of chapter six. To destroy all that call upon the Lord. That's what the enemy does. For the enemy knows that upon the day which Israel, the children blood covenant running through their veins, Israel turn around and repent. The kingdom of the enemy shall be brought to an end. This is why everybody's everywhere. For the very angel of peace shall strengthen Israel. That it fall not into the extremity of evil. And it shall be in the time of the lawlessness of Israel that the Most High will not depart from them, but will transform them into a nation. You not going to play with the Most High. That's what you're not going to do. You're not going to turn 
and, and, and play with the most high. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this, this last one and, and then I'm going to keep going. And then I'm going to sign off. I'm just, I'm shaking. I'm shook. Okay, I'm shook. And his name shall be in every place in Yasharel among the Gentiles. Keep therefore yourselves, my children, from every evil work and cast away wrath and all lying and love truth and long suffering. And the things which ye have heard from your father, do ye also impart to your children. That's what he's saying. Pass this word down that the savior of the Gentiles may receive. Hold on. You. For he is true and long suffering, meek and lowly and teach by his works the law of the most high depart therefore from all unrighteousness and cleave unto the righteousness of the most high and your line will be saved forever if i didn't give you nothing that you can hold on to that you learn learn from this I told you, and I already uploaded the Testament of the Twelves. I already told you our ancestors gave us the information that the Most High gave him, them. Us for Judah and all the rest of the lines for them. The Most High gave his set aside, set aside people the end from the beginning. Starting from Adam. Adam knew what was going to happen. And he still chose wickedness. He knew. Okay, all the people the Most High chose coming all the way down from Abraham and then to Yahuda. Noah knew, um, Enoch knew, um, all the forefathers, Seth knew. They all knew all the way down to Yahuda and his 12. They all knew. And they all trying to stop with uh, stop you from going to that uh, train. They trying their best to stop you from going to that train. And I'm telling you, like I said, something is going to happen because I don't feel, um, I'm trying to listen to my spirit. And the last time I felt this, something went down and I just feel something now. I don't know what it is, but something's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't feel good in my spirit. So I'm going to do everything I can to be in the will of the most high, to try to articulate with my brethren. Like I said, there's no enemies here, not on my end anyway. But um, I hope that you learn some. I hope that you take this as a hint, as two hints and a half. <laughs> Change your mind. All this nonsense that's going on in between your brethren, all this contention, all this hatred, all this stuff that you believe is theirs is an illusion. It's a delusion from the wicked one. You're not supposed to have enmity against your brother. You're not. If there's something that was said or something that was done, we are reasonable people. We can reason. Okay, you may need a little time, but you can reason because the most high made your heart that way. Don't follow the wiles of this um, this earth. Don't follow it because it's not going to be forgotten by the most high. It's not. 
I know I was winded, but I hope that you learned something. And I hope that you listen to this whole thing. If you at this end with me, <laughs> many blessings to you. And I hope that you learn some. I just try to give you as much as I know. And like I said, I got so much more to give you from me. Okay, that's for me, but I also got some real good comprehensive lessons from other people that I want to give you, but I can't give you that without giving you this so that you could connect dots. I don't just I don't want to be willy-nilly. I'm trying to, I'm not that I'm trying to structure, but I'm trying to give you pieces so that you could um connect. I don't want to give you something over here, something over there. Everything that has to do with the the mind, which is the soul and the spirit. And this flesh, I try to help you to get the flesh together too by eating right and living right, exercising like that. But for the most part, for the most part, I'm trying to get you there. I'm trying to get you there. I'm trying to change your mind. I really am. I'm giving you something to think about. I'm giving you words of encouragement. I'm giving you food for thought. I'm giving you everything. I'm trying to get you there. So with that, I say, I hope that you learn something. I hope that that gives you a little brick, another brick on the house that is Yahuda so that you can uh, piece together who you are so that you can connect with who you belong to because time is running out. With that, I said, um, I hope you start getting the zeal for the most high until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. To hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed and it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.